All right, boom. What's up? We're here. Oh, shit, I got to put this down. You hear all the noises in the background. You're going to hear sirens and shit. <laughs> Buses. Buses. People. What's going on, everybody? What's up? Welcome to episode 10 of Jump Street. Episode 10? Live. 10. We're double digits now. Dang. We're big boys. We're big boys. <laughs> all right, 10. Welcome, everyone, to episode 10, Jump Street Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Make sure that you guys can all hear us. I think you should be able to. We normally have at least one problem an episode, so just let us know our problem this episode. I think it just happened right now. Oh. Did it? Anyone? Who knows? What what could it be? What the fuck is going on? There we go. In classic Jump Street fashion, <laughs> we had a camera failure off the bat, but we should be good now. Yeah, Austin's a one-man army. Uh, our producer's not here today, a.k.a. She's Am- Amanda, also She's known late. as Austin's wife. <laughs> She's, uh, All right, we're good now. Yeah. We're good. So now it's just Austin taking care of itself. Welcome again, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to the show. Hope everyone's having a good day today. Yes. We're having a good day today. Feels like it's been a while since we've been back. Yeah, it's good to see you, man. Good to see you, too. I haven't seen you in a while. You've yeah, been on it's the been move. been a couple of weeks. Yeah, you've been on the move. Yeah, I have. I've been on the move. That's one way of putting it, for sure. Let me uh, officially congratulate you and welcome you and your girlfriend, Corey, to New York. Thank you. From L.A. You officially made the move. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Not like you. It's not like you haven't been here already for so long, right? But, but now it's officially officially home. back. Got the place. Yes. Got the dogs. The dogs. Got, got the place. Significant and the dogs. other. My significant other. Yes, we're good to go now. Yes, it's lovely. Well, I just want to say thanks for having me back. It's great to see you. Yes, it's great to be back on thanks the for show. Coming back, everyone. Thanks for coming and joining us and watching. As usual, I got to do my normal thing in the beginning of every show. Spiel. My normal spiel. <laughs> But yeah, please, if you don't already, I'm guessing if you do, if you're watching the show right now, you already do follow us on Instagram. Yes. But you know, tell your friends, you know, post this, spread it around Facebook, please give us a like, YouTube, subscribe, iTunes, go on there. If you can, give us a five-star review, give us a comment, Stitcher, and of course, our Patreon. And we always have the iTunes review of the week. Yes. So this week. Who is it this week? We have Jake Clark. Hi-o. Hey, Jake <laughs> Clark. Okay, he's been, so Jake Clark says... I've been riding BMX my whole life and also bladed for five or six years before I started my family. I still follow blading and love all my blading brothers here in Iowa. This podcast is the truth, pun intended. (laughs) I love the feel and the style that Austin and Billy have created. It's awesome to hear the stories from the old days and hear insights into the different pros in blading. Keep up the good work, guys. Well, thank you, Josh Clark. We appreciate that, Jake. Seriously, Jake Clark. I said Josh Clark. Did you? Yeah. Out of habit? Well, I Josh think you Clark's said Jake. Did you say? No, at the end I said Josh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was Jake Clark. Okay, Jake Clark. <laughs> There's an old school blader, Josh Clark, if you yeah. don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I think I probably did the same thing, too, when I was like typing it out. I probably right. wrote Josh Clark by accident. Yeah. But Jake, thank you so much, Jake. We have actually a lot of reviews on iTunes now and stuff. Do we? So we appreciate that. Yeah, we have like 120 or something five-star reviews and like 30-something, 40-something actual written-out reviews. Wow. It's really good. Thank you. So Guys. That makes, pre- us, that makes us look really good. That makes yeah. skating and blading in general look really good. Seriously. So every time you guys do that, it puts us up a little notch. We raise the platform. There you go. There we go. Thank you, everyone. And shout out to our Patreon supporter this week. We have Bruce Finley. Thank you so much, Bruce. Um, all of our Patreon supporters, we appreciate very much. We're uh, upping the tiers on them, too, where we have like shirts up there and stuff now. We're going to add a few more goodies soon, so stay tuned. Keep posted for that. And we got some more news regarding the Jump Street podcast website. In the Jump Street world. Yep, in the Jump Street world. <laughs> if you guys didn't notice, the past few episodes, we've been showing you some of our merchandise, things yes. we have in the store. 
shirts, hats, things of that nature. But we just mm-hmm. recently came out with a Bladies clothing line. And for the next week, we're taking 10%, 10% off, off orders. Yes, all orders. So we finally have ladies clothes. Ladies or bladies. Can we get it up on the screen? It is up right now. It's going. Okay, cool. I can't see it. Yeah. But so we got the t-shirts and we have uh, tank tops for all you ladies out there. So if you're interested, check it out. And 10% off until the end of the weekend. We're doing that. Check it out. 10% off only the, the ladies clothes. So it'll be a good, it's Christmas time coming up too. Coming up. Oh, we're e- going e- e- to have some goodies for Christmas Even if too. your lady isn't a blady, <laughs> a Jump Street shirt will still look good on her. <laughs> definitely. So. Definitely. You can match. Yeah. His and her. Maybe we'll have like a Valentine's Day, his and her couple back. Exactly. <laughs> when you go out to the skate park, you're like your girlfriend supporting you with the Jump Street shirt. Maybe a little chocolate, box of chocolate with it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we're getting that romantic Maybe. on him. All right. Now we're just getting crazy. Oh, it's okay. We have this week. Uh, we have our WTF of the week. Yes. Whoa. Hi, y'all. We still hey, need like an intro or something for that. We're working on yeah. it, guys. We're working on it. Uh, so our WTF of the week is none other than Sean Keen. This is a little old. It's like it didn't come out necessarily this week, but since the past few episodes we've had, we've had we missed a couple weeks because yeah. the Dominic Bruce one was pre-recorded and the and the Woodward one was kind of set in how it was. Yeah. So yeah, this is from I think this is just like maybe from a week and a half ago or something like that. Yeah, but still sick. The double toe. I'm playing it now. The amazing. double toe. I don't even know what you would call that. We have to what ask Sean that? what that is. I don't know. I'd call it double toe slide. <laughs> double toe slide. Or hmm. That's the nicest double toe slide. The top one I've ever seen. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Sean's always coming up with like new invent. Like, com- what, like I was just, I was just thinking it's been. I can't believe he hasn't had one sooner. In fact, right? We're ten episodes deep. He hasn't That's had one the yet. First one of him. Yeah. Hmm. I felt like right? it was the second. What else did he have? I don't know. I just feel like he's always, <laughs> he's always doing a WTF. That's what I'm week. saying. Like, I feel like he, he should have had one by now, but I don't think he has. You know, it's funny. Like, Dominic was talking on episode nine, how he was saying, like, how to find uh, new ways to do mm. uh, the same things or, like, mm-hmm. things that have been traditionally done. I feel like Sean Keen does a really good job of that. Hell, yeah. Yeah. He's always doing, like, I don't know how he comes up. I always want to go out and skate with those guys. He's always coming up with something, yeah. Yeah. It looks like they're such a fun crew to skate with. Yeah. He's always, they're always skating some crazy shit, like him, Casey, Bigazzi, all those guys, the, the sack crew. Yep. Cameron, Cameron Talbot, too. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. He had a, a WCF, too. Right? The gap over the, yep. the bowl. Mm-hmm. And also, I should have had... No, that was Vasugi. Oh, uh, it was Vasugi. Yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad. Um, I also should have put on the thing we have. There is a, a contest going on in the Bay at uh, Third and Army. Is that what that spot's called? Yeah. Second Army, Third mm-hmm. Army? Third and Army. Did you see that? I didn't Constant. see that. I messaged you about it, but you didn't answer me. You might have been driving or something. Sorry, <laughs> I just um, I just drove across the country. I just moved from. I California. think uh, ESG is five is days set, on the road. Yeah, ESG is setting up like a contest at uh, Third and Army, and it's like oh, of course I did see that. It's a, he saw like the poster. Yes. It's like Yvonne with like the Fiesta. And they got the show. long jump and stuff. Yeah, it's like a long jump. It's uh-huh. like the fastest grind. Okay, so I messaged him. I saw the, like the list that had all like the weird yeah. events, whatever, and it had fastest grind on it. And I was like joking. I'm like, what did you like? how are you going to judge that? It's like you have like a, a speed gun or something. How would you do that? And he sent me a screenshot right away from Amazon. He ordered a speed gun. No, so they're going to be clocking people going no. full speed on like whatever their rail alleged that they're skating. That sounds like those guys know how to have fun. On I know skates. what I'm saying. He said he's trying to do it a few times a year. So yeah. hopefully end up making it out there. At least one of those. Those guys know how to have fun skating. I think that's uh, hopefully that's a contest that, keeps tradition and keeps going through the years because oh, i would like to see that something like be that there. be fun and just oh yeah out of like you know so so original you know yeah. so different i love that idea that's yeah, great. so cool long jump that's <laughs> and the top speed <laughs> grind. that's awesome i, I love forgot that. what the other things were on the list 
Hmm. But uh, they need to get if, if they're doing it a third in army, they need I think they need to get like a little moped or a little motorcycle in there for the speed for the fast grind because it's just like a straight. Well, that might be part of the challenge, though, trying to mm. get the speed. Oh, my God. You're going to have to find a good balance between big wheels and grindable wheels to hit whatever obstacle. I don't know if they have like I'm down with things. the mo- I'm down with the motorcycle. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Someone in the Bay has to have a motorcycle, right? Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out this weekend, guys, if you're around in the Bay Area. Third and Army. I forget what the contest is called. Sorry. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> Eric, if you're listening or anyone uh, on the feed. Of course, it's probably the only episode he's not watching. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. It works out well. So we have a, a Rob G update this week, too. We haven't had one in a while. We, uh, they it's put out a message on their uh, GoFundMe page from Tina. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while because he's been out of the hospital. And, you know, I guess that was the main thing. Everybody wanted to know if he was all right. And it was going to you know, make it out or what his recovery status was, this and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did put out a rather long uh, update, pretty much saying that they reached their goal. Like, well, pretty much that. Let me let me read most of it off the bat. Um, Rob Angel. This is from Tina, this part. Rob's Angels, you did it. It is with deep gratitude and much excitement that we are, uh, that we announced that enough funds were raised to support Rob's recovery. So if I'm looking up at it, we, I guess the final number, 133,279, which is insane. Uh, Each one of you, whether you made it a monetary contribution or sent Rob your love and light, helped make this process of recovery miraculous and swift. And for that, we will be eternally grateful. In true Rob fashion, he continues to heal and push the edges of what we all thought possible, like hiking and long balancing and taking a maiden voyage on BART. So he's he's getting around. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, What a true testament to the magical power of community, which is definitely true. I fully agree with that. We are reminded of your beautiful generosity every time we lay our eyes on him. And that's the truth. I still get teary-eyed when talking about how you created numerous possibilities when things seemed altogether impossible. I want to give a special thanks to Lonnie Gallegos, who initiated the campaign on behalf of Rob. At the onset of the wild ride, Lonnie came forward energized to support Rob and our family in a way that he could. Heartfelt thanks to you, Lonnie. So definitely shout out to yeah, Lonnie. Yeah, big shout out to Lonnie. Because he got that started real quick. Oh, yeah. Like the first day we found out there was already a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And that already like took off instantly off yep. the bat. Um, big shout out to Lonnie. Yeah, and there's also a message direct from Rob. Uh, yeah, so directly from Rob. This is straight from Rob. I would like to personally express my gratitude for all the c- unconditional love and support via my GoFundMe that played a huge role in my being alive today and able to even type this. Every day my life is supported by these acts of unconditional love. Thank you all so much for supporting this life and all that I do. Thank you for every card, prayer, and Facebook message. All of, the, all of these acts of love continue to aid me in my healing. When I first arrived at the hospital in the Bay Area, I could literally feel all the love coming through from everyone carrying me through each moment of each day. It was still, it's still, uh, it was and still is one of the most profound experiences of my life. Love really is the most powerful force in the universe, and I truly believe that everything is made of love. And when you choose to love, you are accessing the power and can achieve anything. Thank you for directing that unconditional love in such a beautiful way towards my life. The phases of this particular experience in my life continue to unfold with each day in more and more beautiful ways as I let go of my judgment of what happened and what is happening. Life just continues to push me to surrender to it, and I trust and love it to let go of my tendency of pretending that I know why things happen all the time. Because no matter how much time I spend thinking and trying to come 
to answer as to why certain things happen. In the end, I do not feel any better. And quite often, something else will come to mind to challenge that answer. It is much easier and feels much better to let all the stories go. And so it continues. So that was straight from Rob G right there. Yeah, that's an awesome message. Yeah. So much truth that's in that. Very and the insight very I'm sure that he has. Yeah. He's had nothing but time to think. Yeah, for real. Straight yeah. up, yeah. And reflect. So and, and he's been a deep thinker mm-hmm. since the since I've known him. So. Yeah, you could tell from that message too. Right. You know, exactly the type of if you didn't know Rob yeah. before, if the type of person he is. And, you know, he's pretty much eternally grateful. It's really, it's really uplifting to see him be able to articulate his thoughts like that. Yeah. At such an early stage, you know, think about stuff like that. Right. So I would imagine Rob is just going to continue to get better and get more and more like him. That's awesome, Mm -hmm. man. That's really cool to hear. Yeah. Can't wait to hang out with him again. Chill out. Also, uh, yesterday Mm -hmm. was the five year anniversary of, uh, Brandon and Greddy passing. Yeah. So we wanted to, uh, I can't believe it was in five years already. Yeah. I know. Time flies. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's been five. Yesterday was five years. Um, I think Robbie Pitts and them are doing a, a show like. Uh, yeah. So I have the actual. It's right around the Blade Cup. I think November 3rd. Is yeah. It? November. The Blade Cup is November 2nd and 3rd. Mm-hmm. And if you have an online registration ends October 31st. So get in there and support the Blade Cup. Um, there is no onsite registration. So you have to do it online. So October, October 31st is the deadline. It's the 2nd and 3rd. Um, the second they are at night, they are, um, doing the Negretti thing, I believe, uh, blade in cinema presents an evening commemorating the life work and influence of legendary rollerblade filmmaker, Brandon Negretti hosted by the free to cinema. The event will feature screenings of select video parts from Negretti's uh, filmography with commentary provided by friends, cast members, and more. So that's Robbie, I guess, doing yeah. that. Yep, Robbie's doing that. So Rob's putting that together. That's probably gonna be a really cool, fun night, reminiscing on all you know, good times. Yeah, all the footage captured. Oh yeah. Um, he touched a lot of people. Yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, yeah, he really brought a lot of people who are still friends today mm-hmm. to be friends. I know he. Yeah, he he made such an impact on on everyone's life. So, yeah, yeah. It was pretty. Do you have a um like a favorite Negretti video or anything like that? Anything comes to mind? I, I really like the meantime. Meantime? Meantime yeah. was really good. That's like, that's the one. That's the that's the vibe yeah, right there. That is good. The thing I liked about his videos, they're all like very homey style yeah. videos, which is what I like too. That's what I try to do when we did like the truth videos. Yeah. I try to like homey, clicky, which is good and bad sometimes. But I think in, he always did it in such a good, fun way. He did like, it in a good way. My, fa- my favorite video of his was Us, which Us. you could tell on the name alone. That's such like a, a cool homey video. Yeah. And it's just, it, it like... It makes you feel good. Like, you know, it it just makes you feel good. It just reminds you of like why you started skating in the first place. I really liked Regardless too. Yeah, Regardless, Dan. So many good ones. Regardless was like when when it started, like, you know, people were starting to get into like the heavier music. Yeah, yeah. And then like people. More raw, like trashy kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But which was, I think, a a, a cool place to explore, you know, that. Mm -hmm. And uh, you saw a lot of good come out of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked that. Um, Do you know. What's going on with Michael Elias? Um, I only know what I know secondhand mm-hmm. and from his Instagram directly. But right. from what I know, uh, he was he has a shop in Portland mm-hmm. where he he does leather work and he has a little team yeah, of I knew people he did that work for him. Like that. Right, and makes jackets and things of like that. Right. 
And uh, he had a party there. It was an open bar. He had other bands. Like, he's a musician. He's in a band. He right. knows other musicians in town. So he had, like, a free party at his place with, you know, f- free booze, right. free music, and mm-hmm. people just hanging out. So he, he did a really good thing making that. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what I know, uh, it was you know, everyone's leaving. It was the end. He's closing everything up. Uh, mm-hmm. And he went to leave the shop, and two guys came and tried to rob the shop. Oh, shit. That's what happened. He ended up fighting with them, and they uh, swung at uh, hatchet at his head oh damn. and he had a you know his wife was there something happened it was a fight i don't know the specifics right but he was hit in the head with a hatchet he went to the hospital he was in the icu for a day and then released which is a good sign right he uh i think they had to shave half of his head off like i mean the, his hair, hair yeah. on his head mm-hmm. off and um he, you know he put a few posts up that said if it wasn't for his wife he wouldn't be alive mm-hmm. um if it wasn't for the hat he was wearing i guess he had like a thick leather hat something right, along yeah, those lines yeah. or hide something i'm not sure uh-huh. and um and whatever and these th- he's very lucky yeah and so it looks like he's gonna make a full recovery and he's That's got good. he's got the support thing, at least he's he's got the know, support of a lot of people yeah and, so there's uh, a GoFundMe for that too uh yeah the link is in my bio and on Instagram, Homie Bill. Yeah, it's around. Home, check out, check out Fisher's thing, Homie Bill. Yeah, Michael Elias uh, is a legend in, in skating. I know him for about twenty years. Or damn, that long, like right? Yeah, I don't know I if mean, I ever actually personally met him. Yeah, I mean, we we, we used to me and Mike used to go to Philly when we were around fifteen, and right. uh, and skate with like Majet and and Mike, mm-hmm. and it was actually kind of it was even before I was skating with the Kelsos in Philly. So mm-hmm. it was, yeah, those that that crew down there, right. Malik. Stuff like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but uh, so yeah, check out legends. his GoFundMe if you're feeling generous, able to help out a fellow blader. Yep, check it out. I'll put the link in the description of the actual uh, episode. Post, yeah, upload. I'll put yeah. the link there because it's not cool. in this one. Um, I should have done that before, but yeah. But Michael Elias is a legend. Yep. VG twenty part as well. VG nineteen. 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 Right. But um, also check out uh, Mike Torres just put out a VOD with Alex Broskow. Seconds. Prosco. Seconds, yeah. Uh, did you see it or no? No. You've been super busy. You haven't done I haven't. anything. <laughs> well, because I don't have internet in my house yet. Oh, yeah. You don't have I that get it either. on Saturday. <laughs> I just moved in. So, so Saturday, I watch it. But Saturday, I watch it or I might uh, after this episode. Have you, have you ordered it? Yeah, I haven't. Okay, we'll you watch, can watch it. it yeah, this. we should have watched it before. Okay, cool. But, I'll, um, I'll order it again, Mike. Don't worry. I just got to get internet. <laughs> um, yeah, but one thing I definitely appreciate is are pieces that are put together really well and Taurus does a really good job of yeah. doing that. Of course, with Alex's skating, it just meshes up really well together. Yeah crazy skating um put together extremely well they have different different tiers also they have like a a magazine they made out too with uh sean angler and christian delfino's photos in it as well yeah if you want to get that little keepsake because it's nice to actually hold something these days rather than just watching something on online whatever it is Mm -hmm. really good vod check it out um maybe one soon we'll get some words from torres i know he's he's busy right now but uh everyone check that out seconds vod cool I yeah. want to see it. Yeah. I'm sure it's amazing. But um, Alex never disappoints. No, of course not. No. Speaking of kind of, like I said, videos that uh, more or less, I just appreciate like the quality, or, like the time of work put into like a nice production, especially me because I'm like a video guy, a photo right. guy. Yeah. Like the thing I wanted to talk about for so long was the, the Burma video. Burma, Blading Burma yes. was called whatever yes. that showed you that mm-hmm. um, by Dom West. So that that's another really VOD good. out. If you haven't seen that already, check that out. Um, yeah, by Don West in Australia. It, everything he does is sick. Yeah, everything he does is everything super sick. He, he puts in sick. such yeah. top notch quality. It's like so good. I think it's a 4K release too, so it's super. It's nice to watch on like a big screen TV or something like that. 
rather than just your phone. Man, we got to go to Australia. Yeah, yo. <laughs> you never been, right? No. It's so sick. I had like one of the best blading experiences of my life in Australia, in uh, specifically in Sydney. Mel- Mel- Melbourne was sick too, yeah. but Sydney, like. Sydney seems to be where like a lot of the friends we know are. Yo, it's. I always explain it to people like it just reminds especially like you too like it reminds right. us of growing up skating in the city they just like skate spot to spot skate spot to spot they mesh around they go like at night when like obviously like you skate downtown when yeah. stuff's closed bring a boom box whatever like bringing they're bringing beers around everywhere and they're just like pretty much having like clean fun they're just yeah. like I mean, aside from the beers, I guess, but just skating around. I mean, they're over twenty-one now. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're all they're all. It's it's very very homey. Like I said, the whole homey yeah. vibe. It's just everyone's like well, it's supporting over each down other there anyway. So, yeah, it could probably is. Yeah, anything yeah. like that. Um, I don't even know. It might be legal. Who but knows? Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. It's, it's like anything fun. like Europe. Yeah, yeah, but it is. It's like just skating spot to spot. Um, like Dom's got the camera, whoever has the camera and yeah. it's just like, oh, a six sessions popping off. Cause there's like 10 kids skating all the time. It's not just like one or two people Yeah, and he gets the camera out and they film some sick shit. And if you actually pay attention to like Vine street and stuff like that, that's like what it is. It's like, it's not like, yo Dom, I want to get this clip, come out and then they go film that and call it a day. Like, no, it's a session. Yeah. It, they, they're like, okay, we're skating Wednesday. Let's go. And they just out, you know, well, spot you, to spot. You know what? This is a good segue, man. Since we're doing just ourselves on the cast, yeah. What was the Australia trip like? Like, who'd you go with? And so and we went the Australia trip. I mean, yeah, that, that that personally was like really cool to me because that was when I officially quit my like full time job, whatever it was like that. I was like working yes. at a tire shop at Costco, and uh, I decided to leave to you know to, you know like pursue like photography and start my own business, whatever it is. Right. You know, and I was like, very liberating it, 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 experience. It, yeah, it worked out in the way where I had a we had this trip planned. We always go somewhere in the winter time. How did you quit? Did you did you quit like? Um, <laughs> no, nah, I didn't quit like a like, <laughs> like like Jim Brewer from Half Baked. Nah, no, no, nah. it was it was regular quitting. But put uh, your two weeks in. Yeah, I put my two weeks yeah. in. Just the last day, I didn't do shit though. Yeah. I just like sat there, and everyone. Yes. it's funny because I worked in a tire shop. It wasn't like a like a regular job. Like it was just like a bunch of guys fucking around pretty right. much for the most part. So yeah. like everyone knew. Like they, I guess they didn't expect me to do work. Which, like, I don't mind. I'm like, I stand up to, like, you know, my honor or whatever it course, is. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll put in the work, you know. Right. But they didn't expect me to do anything, so I didn't do much. And then eventually my supervisor was like, just go home. I'm like, all right, cool, thanks. <laughs> See you later. But, yeah, so, like, uh, probably a few days, maybe a week later, we did this trip to Australia. Um, there's a video for it, too. I'll link it in the description below also. We call it the Lost, Lost Dingo Store mm. because we ended up having a layover in Dubai. And we skated Dubai for a little bit, which was, <laughs> Who was incredible. Uh, it was me. Justin Brasco, Alex Carianis, and Thomas Martin. Okay. So we usually travel like a bigger crew, but Fucking of course love for Thomas trip, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was upset he wasn't at Woodward. Oh, was he supposed to go? I don't know, but he. I think he usually goes when like Long and the Oak City guys yeah. go. But he apparently has like a new job and has to be yeah. an adult and stuff like that. Mm, damn. Yeah, that, I, that might have been the last time I seen Thomas. Actually, that was like two or three years ago, mm. and we ended up going. He's so good. Yeah, he's really good. He yeah. skates really. He's a re- unique guy too. Very unique. Yeah. And you could tell that from his skating too. Uh, like I said, I'll post the the link in the description mm-hmm. when we post a YouTube video. But yeah, we did a few days in in Dubai, which is also unreal. Like anybody who has a chance to skate like just to go there in general is cool but skating in dubai especially and abu dhabi is really unique was it, it seems a bust or are you thinking no be a but bust? That, that's that's what i it's so sick about it like i don't think we got kicked out of any spots and it was like every i know people have skated there before it's not a big thing but everywhere you go if you're in the city whatever it may be it's like regular civilians act like they've never seen it before and they get, you get crowds of people around you no matter where you go mm. And it's all these, you know, like locals who 
may not even speak English, whatever. Right. And they're very hospitable people. Like it's it was 90 plus degrees when we were skating. We were sweating our asses off. People were like giving us drinks and waters and stuff like that in the street. And like it was really cool. Really we, friendly people. Real super. Like some of the nicest people I ever met in my life wow. out there in, in the UAE. And the spots are unreal. There's like marble all over the place because you know they got the money for us. So Dang. all these ledges are just marble, not not chunked. Like I said, like I don't know if skateboarders yeah. and bikers and skaters don't go there, but all the ledges are like fresh. Perfect. So many spots all over the place. It wasn't really a bust anywhere. Wow. And yeah, it, w- it was great. We so we did like a little layover there for like four or five days, something like that, before we went to Australia. But I definitely want to go back to Australia. We should definitely try to somehow plan plan that um, yeah. in a way or two, but. Like, I've been meaning to go back, and like I said, the crew is very, very homie style. Um, mm-hmm. CJ, uh, Ryan Arnold, um, Craig, T- 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 yeah, TN, all those guys always shredding together. It's, yeah. it's super sick, their crew. Like, sometimes, like, there's nothing I wish I could do more than just be that back yeah. down there and skating with them again. Even skating the Bondi Park. And they have super, Matt OGs there, too, that skate. Yeah. S- I skated with, like, Scotty Crawford. Uh, yeah, Pincus I, was there. Dude, he's going to the Blade Cup. Yeah, I'm so pissed. He hit me up, like, about it, too, or us on the Jump Street thing about it. <sighs> he's like, hopefully I see you guys at Blading Cup. And I'm like, damn, that would have been sick to yeah, we, maybe even do an episode with him or something yeah, like that. We were thinking about going to the Blading Cup and get an episode in there. It's tough for you. But, you know... It, it's, it just comes at a bad time. Like, I think you're doing a wedding, right? Yeah, I have a wedding in Mexico, Mexico that weekend. Right. Okay, that so I booked like months ago. Right. So like, You're doing a wedding in Mexico. I was entertaining the idea, but like I said, I just did a cross-country move. Uh, all my stuff's in transit right now. And it's just... Yeah, it's only like a couple weeks a away. Weeks so it's away, hard to like... So you just move back. Like, yeah, I got to settle in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're going to try to make next year's one. But uh, yeah, yeah we, a lot of people are going. Uh, Scotty Crawford. Yeah. Uh, Craig. Is going? Yeah, and yeah, I'm bummed because I've never, I've never met Craig. Yeah, but but we. So what do you know about Craig then? He just dude, like talks to you on like yeah, Instagram just like and stuff buddies like that. online. Yeah, you know, Craig is the man too. He was like I've one of those guys things. where, I think we started off the trip with like a camping weekend trip, mm-hmm. and there was no skating involved. It was just people hanging out. So I think one of my first introductions to the Sydney crew was, uh, not even skating, just straight going, on a camping trip for the weekend. And so I was hanging out with all these guys I almost like never met before. I think CJ might have been the only person on that trip wh- who I knew. And Craig was like, he, he was kind of like a quiet dude, I guess, compared to the other guys. He's like a little more quiet and reserved. Yeah. But he started skating and he was, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah, no. All, the, all those guys are so good. Like Dom West, like you don't see him skate much. But when every time he was, he's one of my favorite skaters down there. Really? You never see him skate, too, because he's always behind the camera. And mm. I, like, yo, he's, he's really like an good. Yvonne? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's mm. like an Avon, exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, he's super good. So like you rarely well, see Avon like doing it, but when he does it, it's yeah. just like nutty. So that's like one of those rare things, I guess. If you get to like skate with that crew or skate in Sydney, you'll get to see Dom skate because <laughs> you'll probably never usually get to see him skate anywhere else. Yeah, and yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I love all his work. It's amazing. Yeah, so good. So that that blading Burma video was like blew me away. It's top notch production, and it really goes into kind of like a place where you never expect people to skate or there'd be a scene at all. And there's all these hidden pockets of like skate parks, little skate clicks, skate crews and stuff like that. Just the whole, the whole, the whole aspect of that. There's people you wouldn't expect to see skating and they have this whole crew and the stuff they're going, the extent they're going to to like make those parks. Yeah. Cause most of them are in some way or fashion, like a DIY park. What do you, what are your thoughts on the the blading Burma thing? Cause I I showed you you that I, I like almost had a force to show you that because I just wanted someone to talk about that with. It was yeah, so Yeah, well, you know, 
I just like those non-traditional ideas. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, for example, like, even just in terms of, like, the contest, the Eric Garcia thing you were talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The long definitely. jump, the fast run, like, right. I just like those, you know, not carbon co- copy ideas yeah. to do. Like, so mm-hmm. I really, I really like that. And not only, like, was the idea in the video, it was well shot, it was well done. Like, the idea is very unique. I haven't seen anything like that before. But the yeah. message behind it and like the, the, what they were achieving with it and like the, I don't know the guy's name, um, nope. the guy who moved there from Australia. Yeah, I don't remember his name too. I guess he was one of their homies in Australia. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, I don't have a great memory. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone check that out. It's yeah. Blading Burma by Dom West, another VOD. Right. Definitely put your money where the money, you know, is going to be spent well. And right. As long as you support Dom, I, hopefully he, he keeps bringing these videos but I, I would say, if I could say anything like to, to Dom or anything like that, I would just keep encouraging videos in that direction. Yeah. Things that aren't just like, you know, skater section part, like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Even though that's Very great. documentary st- style. Even though that's great, just like keep on spreading out, like, you know, get creative, take And risks, that's the thing too, is like, even though like Joe Atkinson and Gav and uh, Matt Henneman or whatever was, was there. Yeah. Um, it wasn't about the crazy tricks. It was more the no. story, which yeah. was a very unique story. Yeah. And that's what brings you in. And and the characters, the interesting people in, right. in the community. Right. And yeah. it's very inspiring to, to, to see. And I, I encourage everyone to watch that because, like I said, it'll it'll rekindle whatever you have, you know, whatever love you have for the sport. And it really makes you want, motivates you to go out and skate or to do what all these people are doing to support, you know, bringing all the kids on blades and all the stuff like that, all the camps and this and that. It really inspires you to, to be more involved in some way. I think it's also something good to show to people, your friends who don't skate. Oh, or of course, yeah. Be, because it's one of those crossover uh, like videos and films that just like, that has a deeper message. Mm-hmm. The more than the, the, the skating is not the highlight. It's, it's just like yeah. this kind of like yeah. casual medium yeah. just like going through the video, but it's not the message of the video or the purpose of the video. So there's yeah. so much more, you can get so much more out of it than the skating. Yeah. It's just a good like skate, well-made thing. Right. Definitely. So yeah. Um, check I've been that out. To talk about that for a while. That's and shout uh, out to Dom West and just, definitely. yeah, we we'll definitely, I'm dig, looking forward to the next piece. Digging everything you do on this end. I'm happy to, oh, what's that? Uh, the fry me from back to the future. Take my money. <laughs> like, yeah. Every time he puts out something, I was like, take my money. Yeah, totally. <laughs> got his name on it and oh, fully yeah. support them. So you just mentioned actually how you quit your, your job, yeah. your full-time job, which I'm sure is a very liberating feeling. Yeah, definitely. To like to first, you take a skate trip, which is like the best way. Oh to, yeah, that's what I was saying. That's too. the best like, way to quit a job. It, it just worked out that way, but right. it happened to be like I remember. I think my caption to like whatever my first post was, at whatever after that, like celebrating my my uh, my newfound employment with like a trip around the world or something like that. And it was that's cool. Dubai, Australia, skate trip for like three weeks, mm-hmm. four weeks, something like that, right. and then coming back home, and then getting back to grinding and. You know, right. <laughs> getting my life together yeah, and all that. Especially after a trip like that, it yeah. costs a few bucks. It was super sick. Yeah. But um, so I guess we see a lot of people do this and might be a straightforward answer. But, you know, a lot of people go from filming skating mm-hmm. to making film go as a career uh-huh. or a job. Like, you know, you do it. Yeah. Yvonne does it. Yeah. Vinny. Um, and Vinny. Yeah. Right. And Connor O'Brien. Yeah. And yeah. these guys. So. So what, what what's the deal? You want grow on that? Grow on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when did you get into filming? When did you? I mean, I'm sh- I know it was skating, but yeah. When, when starts, did you say this is the thing I think? I guess I, I, ju- do. I just ended up being the guy who with the camera and the crew for whatever reason yeah. it is. I don't remember the particular reason exactly, but you know, you always want to watch yourself skate, I guess, and film your friends, whatever. Right. With like the VHS cameras or eight millimeter high eights and stuff like mm-hmm. that. 
And I remember taking like my dad's 35 millimeter camera. He showed me how to use it. So I started taking, you know, photos of us skating and stuff like that. And, you know, it just naturally grows on that. You start learning how to like, you watch a skate video. I watch like a VG, VG 10 or something like that. I'm like, I want to make one of those, you know, yeah. go out and start doing it. Um, and yeah, it just works from there. You just, I don't know, just the, the feeling of capturing and documenting like what it is you love to do and yourself, especially growing up over the years. Like mm -hmm. I always tell people that also like from me being able to film us or not even just me, but just in general, whoever it is in your crew who films you or takes pictures of you guys skating, you have your lives documented right. from all this time. Usually people, if you say you're a regular kid growing up, you play basketball, whatever it is, you're not going to film yourself playing ball. You're not going to, mm -hmm. you know, just whatever you're doing, you're not going to document that pretty much. But yeah. skating is an excuse kind of totally. quote unquote excuse to do that. So it's cool being able to watch all these videos from different stages of your life and you'll you look back at it and you're saying wow i remember that time in my life this was going on this and that most people don't have that especially now it might be a little different because of you know everyone has a cell phone in their pocket with a camera and whatever everyone's posting to the internet every you know 10 times a day yeah but it wasn't like that when we were growing up in like the 90s and stuff like no. that yeah you were totally so like one of the few people with the camera yeah yeah <laughs> so it's, it's cool to have that that aspect to it um it's very pure very right very true because even though we have the skate videos and stuff like that. Somewhere I still have all like the raw footage. Where it's do you just, have all that raw footage? Uh, most of it, yeah. Somehow, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I had um, I had a hard drive that crashed a few years ago that had a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I still have uh a DVD somewhere or one or two DVDs that I got. They were VHS and I got converted. You know, when obviously I didn't have a VCR anymore, whatever it yeah. is. So I still have that stuff somewhere and it's cool just to watch once in a while, you know, mm -hmm. like I said, it's very pure and it's just kids having fun. Yeah. We weren't going out to film hammers and stunts and stuff like that. We were just going skating and yeah. just filming us doing some of it wasn't even skating. We were just messing around being kids, you know, like yeah. lighting shit on fire or whatever it yeah. was doing all the stupid stuff that, that kids do. And uh, somehow that sprouted to my career now. Right. Yeah. Like, what, 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 I, I don't know. Was there a point? Was there a point when you were like, I could, see that uh, was that was the thing like i remember getting into it's it's a way of like how to make how do you make money from it now right and it's not impossible to do that by any means but it's you got to find your your niche you know whatever mm -hmm. it is and it can't obviously comes to the point where you're not going to make the money skating you know shooting even though we were making a few bucks well, getting photos uh, in magazines well i'm saying <laughs> from a photography and video right, standpoint right, right. it's like hard unless you now make the vod's and stuff like that yeah um, I don't know. I just tra translated into like weddings. It's like easy money to make. Mm -hmm. And I was able to sustain my life at that point doing weddings, you know, working just a few days a week, you know, the weekends, whatever it is, mm -hmm. uh, works out. Cause now you start having the time to do what you want to do. And for me, when I quit my job, my priority in life was happiness straight up. Like I didn't care how much money I was able to make as long as I was able to live and be happy that's all i wanted that's key yeah so even i wasn't getting like, a pay cut of any kind from leaving my other job but even i was willing to make that sacrifice just to be happy again i wanted my free time because i was working two like two or three jobs at one point yeah. so i was working like 60 plus hours a week what? for a few months yeah when when me and amanda first started dating it was like 60 yeah <laughs> when me and amanda first started dating i was like She's like, let's hang out. I'm like, I'll, I'll see you in like three months. Yeah, I'll be free in about <laughs> I three months. I literally said that. And then I could the, pen you in for October. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the first like few dates that we had every single night, I fell asleep 
no matter what we did, we would go back to her place, my place, a hundred percent of the time. Dude, I always fell asleep. They hate that. Yeah. Well, that's what way. I did, and she and now we're married somehow. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. But I, I I was tired of that, and uh, you know, you happiness comes first. You know, you want to live right. a, a long, prosperous life. You right. got to be happy. You can't yeah. be stressed out. You can't. You know. Uh, you don't want to work. You don't want to work so hard and like get no free time to your fifty. Yeah, exactly. You need to enjoy some I, I, of your I missed, younger years. I wasn't able to skate for you know weeks at a time, which was killing me also because I, I love skating. Yeah, it's my exercise. It's like my stress reliever. My mm-hmm. you know all this stuff. Meditation. Exactly all, all that. that. Yeah. It, it changes your whole your whole feeling every right. day. So it's a balance. Yeah, we go weeks without that. skating from that. I'm like I can't do this anymore. And you you know you take the leap. Hopefully it works. It worked out for me. Um, it's one of those things too where once you get to that point. You have no choice but to succeed. Right, Otherwise, exactly. y- y- failure is not an option. You know, you that, just keep that's, going. That's what's cool about making those like serious decisions mm. because once you make that decision, it's like, oh, now it's now we have to make it work. Yeah, you can't exactly. be a, like the other one. You're like just t- tipping your toe in the water yeah. there. And you're like, oh, is it? So, it's it, it's you. You could procrastinate and waste so much time but just like yeah. making the jump it's like now we got sometimes hustle. you have to now just, we gotta yeah go sometimes it. you just have to make that jump and it's one of the most motivating things that there is i of think course. yeah you know, because now it's you're in a situation where you have to you're in a situation kind of like that too yeah 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 so i totally am and it's you know better working for the man yeah <laughs> i mean totally i mean i just um well yeah the the, la- the last job i had i had like a, a like a boss that i just didn't i just didn't think he was a great mm-hmm. you know guy yeah and his situation he's just kind of just like be like a real de- you know degrading boss you talk down to be and just be like you know real shitty mm-hmm. i can't think of a better yeah. word to describe but shitty's perfect yeah. but uh, yeah, after him i was like i don't think i want a traditional job or boss right again because mm-hmm. that it's i'd rather be dead yeah even if you like, even if you love your job, then get spoken to like that. Even if you somehow love your job, even if you work for someone you hate, that's that just thing. changes everything. No, it's the thing. I liked my job. Yeah, but my my boss had to go out of his way to make it shitty yeah. for everyone, and yeah. I was just like, it it's I'd, I'd rather not exist than deal yeah, with this. So exactly. let me quit and figure out another way right. to, to deal with that. Maybe yeah. that's extreme, the not existing part. But yeah. I was like, this is a <laughs> lot. It was just so you know, like you said, you deal with the daily stress. Yeah. Every day. And if you're stressed out like that on a regular basis, it is it it's like you're not getting the most out of life. And exactly. It's and so for that purpose I don't, I don't say I think I'd rather not exist, but I was like, I think I'd rather be on the street yeah. than than work for this per- kind of person. Right. So uh yeah that's yeah really motivating force. Yeah. Definitely, life. definitely. Yeah. So yeah, definitely do whatever you can to be happy. I try to get skating in as much in my life as possible. That's key. And yeah, I have been doing it at least. Now it seems like the hard part is to get my schedule to match with everyone else's. But aside from that, I happy to get like my two days a week in skating, which is more than I was doing for a few years. <laughs> two days a week, dude. I, yeah. I'm stoked if I get one day. A See, weekend. if I could skate by myself, which I can't do, yeah. I'm not one of those people. You if can't? I could, I can't. I, I've tried like once or twice. I did it over the winter because we. Uh, like we have no indoor skate parks anymore mm. and I'm not like a winter guy, you know, I hate the cold weather, but the first day it hit like 40, upper 40s, lower 50s, something like that. I went to the park by myself. There happened to be another kid there randomly, mm-hmm. but I, I just like, it's been, it was like three months without skating because of the winter and the shitty right. weather and all the blizzards we got. So I was like, I tried it then, but I can't do it like consistently. It's not motivating to me. Yeah. Um, do you, you skate by yourself? I like I can do it. Yeah, I like it. Really? Yeah, be- I didn't know but, that. but but it's a different experience because um it's not the same skating. Like yeah. okay, you're skating with a friend, you're like you're skating harder for yeah, real. Like of when when you're skating by yourself, you're just literally enjoying a skate. Mm-hmm. Like you're 
enjoying a back royale or a top soul exactly or like you keep it really simple like you know but it's you're just moving you're jumping around you're doing like like yeah i'll I'll skate by myself i don't do it as long when Mm -hmm. i skate because i'm like maybe 30 minutes to an hour i'll skate and i'll be like okay cool that's Mm -hmm. it but no i i like doing that actually I did. I, I I think I sent you a picture not too long ago. I was at Tottenville, skated by myself. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah I went to the graveyard, yeah. uh, like uh, maybe a week before I left, and I skated by myself. Oh cool. Yeah. So so like things like that, you know, just like when See, I can in between work or. Something I almost like want that. to train myself to be able to skate by myself, just so I could enjoy those moments, because I I'm not motivated at all to do that. Start nowadays. on a mini. A mini with some music in the headphones, and then yeah. should, should be good. I I could maybe skate a mini by myself. Mini by yourself. There's no is minis by us per se. <laughs> They own this little one, maybe. That's so a problem. One. Yeah. I mean, the graveyard is, is my local spot. Mm. By the way, we have a a spot in Staten Island. It, we call it the graveyard. And it's pretty much, we, it's like where P-Rails go to die. Yeah. Like, and stuff. I got I to gotta, I gotta post a picture of it. Well, what it was was the uh, LES skate park under the Manhattan Bridge. Well, it started off as an actual skate park. There was like actual ramps right. and stuff yes. like that. I don't know if they lost funding. They didn't manage the ramps. A hurricane might have taken out because it's by the beach, but that's, they took them I think out. That's what happened. A hurricane might have came and taken out because by the beach, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they replaced it with legit like thirty P rails, from, garbage from other skate parks, and yeah, garbage from other skate parks. Other right. skate parks that they renovated, they put the old ramps and ledges and stuff in yeah. that park. So it's literally a slab of cement fenced off with a bunch of P rails. So we call it the graveyard because that's like where rails and old ramps and stuff go to die. But so. to be to be honest, been, like that, that place is there. It's it's fun now. That place is like amazing for skateboarding. Yeah. Oh yeah, but they never Look go there it. anymore either. No I, I guess because Faber's there, we have a different yeah. park. But I'm enjoying that a lot now. I think it took me so many years because I was in such denial. I hated the fact so much that we had we ended up with that park. Yeah. That it was there in the first place. That I just never went back there. You just every had time like I went a personal there, ban against yeah, it. Yeah. Every time I went there, I was like, I'm not. No. 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 But yeah, we've have been having a lot of fun there, and it's close to my house now, so I could I could go there. Yeah, our, you, you know, actually, I'm not mad. Our friend Chad Caricelli, okay. whoever knows Chad, shout out Chad once again. <laughs> um, but when he, I went there with him one time, and he showed me how to make that place fun because really? he, yeah, he was just like, I was, I think I was feeling the same way as you, like I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there's no transition or anything, and he was just like skating one of the ledges, just like he was skating like a perfect ledge at a spot, like uh-huh. if it, like if it, if one of those things yeah. was at like a school, yeah, you would just one, you'd be like, yo, yeah. this is amazing, but yeah. it's just like all these little things that are kind of could be cool or you know they're just all right, yeah, you know? but it's it's like a fun little ledge there yeah. it is you know just something you could enjoy. And I'm bad at skating small stuff too. I'm never like the tap dancing kind of guy or mm. like. Well, I, don't, I don't have quick ninja feet. Yeah, it's hard, I guess. I, yeah. I'm not, I don't have the agility like yeah. that. Like, I'm not like a Sean Kelso or Colin Kelso kind yeah. of guy. So, I kind of like challenging myself at a place like that rather than skating like a big ledge rail yeah. ramp or whatever it may mm-hmm. be. And I'm having a lot of fun doing stuff like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to. missed I'm you at the to session today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Next time. Yeah, I'm starting to. I'm, I've, I've had a few injuries lately. So I haven't been able to skate, yeah. unfortunately. You gotta, you gotta get back into the swing of moving your body around. Yeah, it's been... And not moving. And not moving and sitting <laughs> in the car for like five days. Yeah, it's been crazy. We kind of asked for questions from the internet, Facebook and Instagram, stuff like that. We have a few questions from our viewers. Uh, Dave... McNamara. McNamara. McNamara, please tell us how to say your name. I've actually been wondering how to pronounce your name I, for years. I think it's... <laughs> See, I'm trying to fig- figure out if it's if it's an Irish name or Japanese. <laughs> it's Irish. It's right? Irish. Yeah. It's, it's, so I, I should I should I should know it. Okay. So there it's, you go. It's McNamara, I think. 
So if, if anyone's out there, you know, Dan O'Gorman, correct me. Have you met I'm Dave wrong. before? Huh? Have you met Dave before? No. Me I, neither. I I've, been, I've been talking to Dave for like 10, 12 years and I never met him. Hopefully I get to meet him at uh, Winter Clash this year or something like that. At the Winter Clash? As the Winter Clash. Oh, too. hopefully you could see him as the After Clash. <laughs> Maybe as the After Clash. Oh, as the After Clash. It's such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, asks, he has two questions for you, two questions for me. Okay. Uh, first question for you was, you were pretty critical of USD when you left the team and said, quote, they didn't care about blading, end quote, in your one interview. What's the deal with your anniversary USD Aeon? We have never seen you writing them. Damn. I actually, I, I typed real. this out and I didn't even <laughs> pay attention to what I was typing because I was in such a rush. To set this up. That's funny. This is real. We, we have never seen you writing them. Yeah, That's that is real. true. I, yo, first of all, I appreciate the straightforwardness of this question because uh -huh. I like being question like this keeps it real okay yeah uh i was critical of usd when i left the team um with respect to the owner who i have a high amount of respect for matthias Noll. you know i'll just be honest i got nothing and that's the beauty of this show i'm not sponsored by shit and yeah, i don't you're not I, tied to anybody i don't gotta say i do have respect for people so i'm not gonna get uh two nuts but i but i will say there was a point when we were as the like the main pros on the team putting forth a lot of our input into ideas that we thought could be better for the marketing of the company and better branding for the company and things that I think would overall not only be benef more beneficial for the brand but skating in general because UST was such a big company with so many resources that I felt like them and, and Razors had a maybe I put too much on them but I felt like they had a responsibility to kind of make our thing look good, mm -hmm. you know, and that was like our role. And so kind of make our thing look good, reinvest in the future for the youth and things like that. And mm -hmm. you know what? I will say they, they did sponsor a few of my events and, right. but the issue that I personally had, and I think a few other guys is we used to put our, our advice forward as the people who are the experts in this field, you know, mm -hmm. the pro bladers, the people who are out there skating and they used to kind of dip, not listen to what we said and just be like, okay, whatever to what we said and listen to like people who were, you know, running their sales or their team managers mm -hmm. or who was, who weren't as involved or didn't in the know of what was happening or on the cutting edge of what was happening in blading. And they had more say so than like a lot of the people who were like veteran pros mm -hmm. or people who were putting in a lot of the work traveling and skating and, you know, Look, touring is great. It's amazing. It's it's it really is. But, um, you know, you're out there like twenty something days. You're sleeping on floors. You're yeah, falling not, a lot. You're constant. Lavish. You're constantly hurt. Yeah. Um, you're not really getting the right nutrition for mm -hmm. your body. Your DMs aren't you up there. You don't have money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's great like seeing the world, but you're seeing them on, under these really uh, unique circumstances. Like it's mm -hmm. not like a trip. Like you're taking like your two weeks off vacation. You're staying at some nice hotel. It, yeah. it, it was it was different. So you are putting in your work, at, even though it is lovely and, and all these other things. But I, I feel I feel like despite the, the work and the things we put forth, that we really didn't have a voice in the company. And, you know, I had many different reasons to believe why that was so. But I think one of the main reasons was because the I felt like uh, we didn't have respect as aggressive and maybe we didn't deserve it because maybe we were immature. But I feel like we weren't respected for our voice, we were respect. So I was like, mm, "This is frustrating. Mm -hmm. I want to be a, involved in a company where I could, you know, put forth my ideas and have those ideas like be honest to who I am and not and something that I don't think is corny, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and something that I don't uh, think should be uh, created by someone else who really hasn't been involved or as involved in skating. So, so that was my criticism there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy because you're a guy, you're the guys out there putting the blood, sweat, and tears into well, it, and then right when you're not taken seriously by you know whoever's yeah. p- cutting your check every month, you know yeah. it's 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 frustrating. Now at the same time, I'm I'm older now, and I could look back and say, well, they got a business to run, and mm-hmm. aggressive is a small part of that business. Yeah, and they have this whole other thing that they got to worry about rec speed, whatever the case yeah. may be. But that was also kind of my qualm. Now I don't know if. I don't know if that's really necessary that you need a separation of uh, church and state mm-hmm. like that. You right, know, right. you could you could all be under one umbrella, but I think that it was such a, a small priority on their list that that it wasn't taken seriously. And I, because this aspect of of skating is what I fell in love with, and this aspect of skating is what I cared so much about. I wanted to be a part of something that was more. You wanted to be more involved than you yeah, were able to just to, to j- be. J- just. You know, be more involved in, in in that way. So you guys all did. I remember I was yeah. there for a, a lot of those conversations with you and all like other people on USD, and everybody was in the same boat. Everyone's just trying to. Oh yeah. When you're that that uh like involved, yeah. you want to be, you know, you're dedicated. You want as much as you can, as much power as you can. Yeah. Maybe just to get things going in a certain direction. Yeah. And you're out there on like the front line. You know, you see. You actually see the fans at every tour stop that you guys go to, every demo you guys do, and you know it, it, yeah. it faces the company pretty much for the most part. Exactly. So, so, so it was those things, and, and and as far as I knew, I see. I don't know if we were prima donnas or not, but but I knew <laughs> I knew a lot of people on the team were were also felt like they didn't have a voice or a say in how their own stuff would be marketed. You know, mm. and I know that like you know, imagine you skate so long to get to a point where you become a pro and you, you'd be like, okay, now I have this vision of how I want things to look and be. Mm. And they're like, yeah, no, nah, that's not a really good idea. We're going to listen to uh, Mikey who does yeah, sales yeah. over here. Yeah. And it's like, uh, that's, that's a little off. And, and, and I want to be careful with what I'm saying here because I don't want to disparage anyone on the team or anyone that mm. works there because I really have the utmost, res- actually, I really have a ton of respect for Matisse. Like nowadays. And, uh, and they did just give me a new skate. And so what was the deal with that? Okay. So the new skate, um, they reached out to me and were like, Hey, we're doing a 20 year anniversary skate. And we're going to make a uh, thousand pro skates of uh, Aeons. And they're going to be Carlos, Albert. Um, it was Carlos, Albert, Richard, and me. And mm. I was like, great. And they were like, yeah, you know, I, think, I don't even think it was a thousand. I think it was like 250 or something Each? like that. Yeah, it was. It, it was wow, that's it, really small. It was like either 250 or 500. It wasn't much. Still. It, it, it was a small amount. Okay. Right. So, and... Look, a lot of people love those skates and they kill those skates. And I was mm. excited to try them. And yeah. then when I got them, I, I, I got them and they were really tight on my foot. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting fatter or wider <laughs> in my feet area. I don't uh. know. But it, it was like it hurt so bad for me. Mm-hmm. That's it. It just, it just hurt really bad. And I was like, ah, maybe that's just today. And then I walked around the liners one day, trying to like break it. And I put them mm-hmm. back in my skates. I skated them the next day and I was like, I, I can't. That's Man. it. And then I was just like, I can't skate him. And then Justin Brosco was like, oh, dude, you got those skates? You got those skates? I was like, sure. And I was like, uh, give me your address. And I just sent it to him for free because yeah. he, he's a, a pal. It was just his birthday. And hmm. he skates USD for USD. Yeah. Right? Like he's, and I was like, well, shit, I'd rather give it to him, someone who's actually going to use yeah. it and represent. And they wouldn't mind. Have, they probably would have gave it to him for free anyway. Mm. And I decided not to be like, oh, I'm not skating because X, Y, and Z. I actually wanted to put out net it, but like literally they hurt my feet. Him. Yeah, and, and, and you know, that's just my feet. Yeah. Some other people 
are ripping those skates and yeah. they kill him. It's just like I just went back to the skate that felt. So you didn't even really foot. get to have like give him a chance, kind of. No, I did. I, I, two times is a chance for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like full <laughs> sessions though, like no full. Se- dude, oh, okay. I, I was out with like all the homies trying to skate, and I started at the mini ramp. That's the best place to break yeah, in skates, street. dude. It was painful. Like it, it was just yeah, straight. I put on skates like that as well. You know, and and then I was like, look, I'm I'm dude, I'm 34 years old. I'm not at the point where I'm like, all right, cool. Let me uh, try to just get through this for the next month or two. No, dude. Like I'm I'm not mm. I'm not a pro anymore. I'm not yeah. sponsored. Like I just. If it, I just like what I like, and that's that. And, you, and, and and no disrespect, because I really like every person over there, uh-huh. and it's all good. Like, but it's just that's good. It's all love. That's you, it. Are you are you that's guys getting royalties off these skates? Yeah, we got paid for okay. those. Yeah, it was not, just like I, it was a normal pro skate. Yeah, I made a grand. Okay, cool. And you know what's cool? Because they sent it right before Christmas last year, and Christmas last year. Oh damn, that was that long ago. Damn, it's been yeah. out for that long. Yeah, I got it just before Christmas. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I remember, like, I had no idea that was happening, and I saw that come out. I was like, "Oh shit, Fish got a pro skate again!" Yeah, I'm like, I thought yeah. you were retired. And you know, I think I think it looks great, and I think they did it a good sick, job, yeah. and I very much appreciate it. Yeah. And I told them thank you, and it meant the world to me. I'm sorry I couldn't have put out an edit, but you know, I, I think they sold anyway. So if you do like, want to see an edit, check out Mr. Ennin's exa- edit of your pro he skate. He killed it, it in those skates. He killed it. That's what I'm saying. Like homage to your uh, your ego section too. The, or just, yeah. just skating in general, I guess. But yeah. yeah, I thought that was cool. That was really that cool. Was really, if you guys really haven't cool. checked that out, uh, he has an edit. I guess it's just like his Billy on the old pro skate Aeon edit, right. whatever. But mm-hmm. he skates to the Big Pun song and does like all your tricks right. the way you do them. Yeah, too. yeah. I think that he did, he did like cross grab torques. Yeah, the like cross rock, torque disaster true top horns. Rocket five forties. It really stuff shows like that. the dynamics of his skills as a skater, which I, really I liked good. about that. I didn't notice that. The first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's, that's pretty sick. And then I watched it again when I showed, when I told you about it because you didn't even know about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, it really shows the dynamics of his skating. When you can mimic almost like identically right. like somebody else's skating when it's huh. not your style. Like, isn't that crazy? That is interesting. Like, what if you had to mimic, uh, I don't know, someone else's just farmer skating and you just yeah. went out there and made an edit of like negative acids on kink rails and all this yeah. high jumping stuff. Yeah. And you were like... It's it's tough. That'll, but if pro- you that'll do, probably be one of the tougher ones to well, do. I'm just I, yeah. I had to use an extreme example, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. to say, just to show that, like that, it really shows a lot about your skills as a skater. And it was really sick to to catch that the second time around. Hundred percent. Yeah, but that's uh, cool because I actually thanks for that question, Dave. Because yeah, that, that was, was that was a real question. You know, I've been getting a lot of yeah. I like questions like that because I I, I get a lot of people like. Yo, what's up with the skate? I got to answer everyone individually. Yeah. It's, bo- it's like I actually I don't even think I asked you about that. I think you told me that you gave him the Justin, but I never yeah. like asked you anything about like yeah. how did that happen or anything like that yeah, just I, it feet. just never came up in our that's every it. time i saw you at that time i was like oh what's up it's good i haven't seen you in a while yeah, my feet are fat now but by, by the way <laughs> uh aaron hollands it's 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 mcnamara so you were right oh i was right okay yeah. thank Shout God. out a aaron he's okay. another uh guy who's out in sydney right now okay yeah he's from cool. the uk but he's, he's out in sydney um, well i guess i'll ask dave's question for you he has okay okay there you go. okay for austin when and what made you decide to step back from blading you were highly active for many years, producing online videos, the Truth series with the Kelsos, and promoting your brands constantly. You seem to disappear for a little while. Mm. What the hell is up with that? Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he has a good question. That's good. He's, look, he, he was a really good interviewer. Ask, <laughs> ne- never ask how long we've been skating or <laughs> yeah. what setup we what have. <laughs> Don't boring. Do not ask Fish what setup he has. Don't do ask not. Him. He'll stab you in the throat. Yeah, because Austin <laughs> just posted it today and it's like, no, a, yeah, yeah. and I'm getting shit on for it's, it. Did, uh, are you? <laughs> Pretty much. What do you mean? People are like, Yo, it was, no wheel, it, only a bearing. <laughs> it was funny because I pulled those, 
uh, I skated with our boy Jeremy today, and I was like, oh, fish is coming. I have his skates, and I, I opened up the trunk, and Lily saw them, and he goes, wow, this is fish's skate, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, he just knew right away that that was your skate. <laughs> so, but, but that shows you could, you could kill it in any skate, right? It doesn't have to be a brand new skate. <sighs> Yeah, if you yeah. haven't seen on our Insta story, Fish Escape, what condition it's in now. Don't look. <laughs> I'll take it down if you want. Yeah, you you could have taken it down. No. Nah. Um, but yeah, so I was active for a long time. And that goes down to what we were talking about before with the photo and video thing. I guess I just always had the access to, if I needed clips or something, okay, I would go out. I have the camera. I would just be like, here, film hands to someone, film me, do this. For photos, it was the same way. Me and you used to do that all the time. We used mm-hmm. to... We used to go like night, night missions and stuff through oh, like yeah. Brooklyn and stuff. Remember, I used to like, even though you didn't know about photography, I would set up all the lights and hand you the camera and be like, okay, be right here and just yes. take the picture. Yes. And you know skating, so you know right. when to take the, the picture. The when, exactly. Yeah, so we, I was doing that for a, uh, like a long time, many years. And uh, just, I guess, a lot of years of that wears you out. And I remember after we made The Truth 2, I remember saying, I just remember being like, I'm not carrying i'm not lugging my camera bag around anymore i'm gonna like strictly skate for fun again uh, i didn't i didn't want to we would skate around the city all the time like we weren't we didn't have cars and shit back then we work i yeah i had a big ass camera bag with like my dvx in it with the fish eye with the 5d or whatever it was the 40d yeah. at the time with all the lenses the yeah. lights the lights tank. it was a heavy ass bag, like bag 50 60 like bounds from your head to like past yeah like down to your knees so like I, I was doing it for a long time because i was really you know excited and passionate about photography right. and, and skating and getting our like promoting us mm-hmm. all of us our whole crew whatever it is but i would get to spots sometimes and not be able to skate a spot because my back would hurt from carrying a bag around or my <clears> legs would hurt because i'm pushing extra weight like i'm pushing an extra 70 pounds on me, 60 pounds on me when you know, my body's only built to carry, you know, you know so much weight. So right. I, it would, li- it was literally preventing me from personally skating myself. And it was like hurting my body when I wasn't even getting a chance to actually do the skating to hurt my body. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I remember after many years of that, I'm like, all right, I'm going to finish the truth and I'm going to take a break for a while. And that's what I did. And I like fucking loved it. I was skating all over the place but you just weren't seeing it because i didn't have my camera or whatever it was so the only time i had clips and videos or pictures of is if somebody else was out and like now i take out the camera you know i've been taking it out over the years this and that if i'm driving i'll obviously bring the camera bag mm-hmm. but that was the main thing i didn't really step back from skating i just i guess my ex- the exposure of me skating fell off for that reason so was it was there never a break was there never like no there was never what, I, I never took like time off skating at all i skated what, what, all what, the time. was there ever like a lapse in the in the like you know when you fell in love like mm, <laughs> i'm falling a little out of love right now was, was there anything like that I, ne- I definitely never fell out of love with no? skating no it's been not. it's been yeah n- never a hiccup no that's awesome i've dude. always been skating the only times i've ever stopped skating is if i was hurt or maybe like that stint when i was working like 60 hours a week and yeah. couldn't really skate that yeah. much or this winter when it was yeah, cold and snowy, and I couldn't skate. We had no parks or anything like that. So I guess it's just tough to be as active in that way where you're like covering it all the time. Yeah, well, that's what yeah, it was. We would go exactly. to we would go to spots. Also, say it would be like a session. Me, you, Franco, you know, whoever it is, the Kelsos, whatever it is, we would go and everyone would be lacing tricks. I'm like, oh, I have to like film this, you know. So I would film like, oh, you're doing something. I'll film you. Oh, you're doing something. I gotta film that. And by the before you know it, the session's over, and yeah. I've just been behind the camera the whole time. Right. So I'm not motivated to skate by myself because everyone's beat by that point. That or sucks. Yeah, so it was like that for years, but for many years, I didn't care about that yeah. because I was just so into it, and it just took a toll on me. So after Truth 2, I just, yeah, we, 
backed off for a little bit. So I never, I never fell out. Mm. I just uh, kind of stepped. I left my camera at home for like a year or so after that. Yeah. And then I think after when I moved to like Arizona or something like that, I filmed a lot more because it was like fresh, new environment, stuff right. like that. So I was filming a lot more then. And yeah. And now to this day, we're still trying to film stuff here and there. But now it's more when you only skate like one that time we were still skating like five days a week maybe by that point i was still like 18 at that time yeah. you know 19 but now if you have like one to two days to skate a week it's it's frustrating to be like oh we need to get clips and this and that like you yeah. more just want to enjoy it for what it is rather than totally. having to put content out just yeah. because you know yeah that's what get, it comes down I, to i i get that because, because at least for me personally, you not, get frustrated too when it's not, like not, one day. No, dude, not even to like go off years because that's your question. But um, I did have a break because I had like a really bad shoulder injury, right? And I couldn't skate yeah. without dislocating my shoulder for like. You've a had year. many bad injuries over the years, and, yeah, skating and non-skating related. But yeah, yeah. But like it was, it was like really like every time I went out skating, I would dislocate my shoulder. It would be extremely painful. It was like mm. a violent. I was like, ah, like yeah. it was very painful. Yeah. And so it got to the point where I was like, I just guess I can't do this anymore. Mm. And then and then I stopped doing it for like a year, year and a half. Mm. And then Miguel came out. That long? A year, year and a half? Yeah. Wow. That's a, I didn't know it was that long. That's yeah. a long time yep. to cut back. Because I was like, well, I was like, I can't. I yeah. was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, because I literally, if like, it wasn't even like the, it didn't have to be like the, the craziness of the, of the trick or the, like the, the, whatever the. I could do it on something so small, mm-hmm. like uh, skating. Up, it was just the way I reached. Yeah. Like if I just reached out or stretched out this way, it would it would dislocate. Yeah. So it was. I was like this. I, I tried so many. I, it happened like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Like I was like no exaggeration. Like right. one. Like because I'll keep. I'll be like maybe maybe if I wait two three weeks or if I do these exercises and I'll do these yeah. exercises and then boom I'd have like one good session. I'd be like okay cool I didn't dislocate it. Next session dislocated be extremely painful. I was like you know it was. Yeah. Like, the most frustrating. So I was like, I can't do this. Mm. So yeah, it was like a year and a year and a half. And then Miguel used to come out um, and be like, come on, let's go skate. Let's go skate. And I'd be like, oh dude, I, I know I can't. And then he'd be like, come on, just come on. And so I think like he ended up after the first few times he would come to LA from Tehachapi, I would just be like, nope, mm-hmm. I can't. Like, and then mm-hmm. he'd, he'd end up going by himself skating or with someone else, like, right. like whoever he could find. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually like, you know, after multiple times of him, uh, trying to convince me I, I ended up going and I had a, a good session here mm. and I was like okay good I had a good session there and then like I don't know may, maybe it was the taking a year and a half off on my shoulder but I, mm. it hasn't happened since mm-hmm. and my shoulders it's still weird but mm. it do, it doesn't dislocate anymore yeah so like I haven't heard maybe I needed that time to to let it like you've with, had a, the a few significant breaks I guess because your ankles yeah. too that was uh I don't know, six or seven months, maybe more. I don't know. How oh yeah, no, that was that was like a, I had like a year. Yeah, that, that was too. a long time. But so. oh yeah, the the point of that story was I, I wasn't trying to steal you. But the point is, I understand what you're saying when it comes to filming because mm-hmm. when I was um, when I was skating again, I was able to do it again. I was like, oh, this, you know, I miss this. I miss mm-hmm. a backside on a quarter pipe. I miss yeah. a fish brain stall, like whatever, just like mm-hmm. the simple things. Yeah, like you, I was like, yeah. I miss that. Yeah. And then uh, when I started getting like, okay, to, to go again, we go be like, come on, let's get this trick. And, and I'd be like, okay, <laughs> yeah. now I would get this stress and then I'd fall and I'd fall. Yeah. Like, come on, we got to land. And I'm like, I don't like this part. It's a different feel. Anymore. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, stop. Yeah. Like, and so, and so that's why it was getting frustrating to me mm. at that point because I had, that had been so much of my life in skating. Like, mm. you know, let's get this fucking trick and yeah, yeah, yeah. So much stress, but you feed off of it, right? right. And I, I was just at the point where I was like, 
no, <laughs> I don't like yeah. this anymore. Like I'll, I'll do it with you or someone or Miguel or someone who I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But generally, that's not. I don't. I'm just at an age where I just don't get that same. I don't need that to yeah. get the joy out of exactly. it. I get the joy. The same way I get too. the joy out of it from just like just, just doing it. it. Just yeah. doing it. Just the purity it. of like, having yeah. them on your feet and rolling around mm-hmm. is fun enough. Yeah. Like it, it, it gets to the point where if you have fun and just don't get hurt, you have a, success, a successful day. Yeah. You no, know? <laughs> that's, that's it. Like it's yeah. just like, oh, cool. Like this is just now a, a medium because it's been so many different things for me in my life. But now it's like, oh, this is just a medium for me to keep in touch with my oldest friends and to have a healthy activity to participate in with them, share a laugh, and just like, you know, maintain, just hold that little piece of your youth mm-hmm. that is just so important to hold as yeah. an adult, you know? Yeah. Because otherwise you're boring. Mm-hmm. You suck. <laughs> like, right? I don't know. Like, All right, so Dave, Dave's second question for you is, uh, a lot of people don't even know this, but he's asking, what happened with Saba? They flew you out for Summer Clash. Was there any talk of you getting on the team or anything progressing with them? Yeah. Um, Explain that for people because people are probably that like, was what, you with Saba, huh? That was interesting. That was really interesting. Um, what had happened was, I think I saw a pair of like CJ skating, CJ skating them and I was like, damn, they look good. This is after you retired. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, I saw them, I was like, damn, they, they look good. You mm-hmm. know, I thought they were just like some good looking skates. And I still think that. Yeah. And I was like, and I was speaking to Anna, Anthony <clears throat> Finacario, and okay. he, he was the one who was ta- who was. Uh, I think I don't know if he does it anymore but he was like the one managing the team there. Right. I was like dude do you think I can get a pair and he's like yeah cool so he sent a pair I was skating him I really liked him and I was like just it wasn't that long after I put out that SSM edit yeah it was like less than a year mm-hmm. so I was still relevant in right. the active pro thing yeah. at the moment and I was like you still had some pull. I was like, yeah. yeah, there was still pull there. And I was like, hey, Anthony, um, I'm skating the skates. I really like the skates. I've never been to Summer Clash. I want to go to Roskilde again one more time. And I was like, is there a chance if that uh, Saba would want to throw in or split it, cover my ticket or split a ticket with getting me out to Europe for that? And in exchange, I'll compete in, in the summer clash with the skates. Mm-hmm. I'll get footage along the oh, so way. You pitched it to them. Yeah, I'll get I'll get footage along the way in Berlin and these other things. I'll shoot with you know people and and also I'll skate at Roskilde. Day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, cool. Let me see what I can do. Ended up getting like nine hundred bucks for a ticket, and mm-hmm. like the ticket was like thirteen hundred. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, cool. Expensive ticket. And uh, well, it was summertime, <laughs> like couple oh, weeks, yeah, couple so weeks yeah. before. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, cool. And I, 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 I did it and I skated at Summer Clash. I actually got some clips that I liked, but uh, some of them I saw, some of them I didn't. And I skated street in Berlin and I skated that like gap to ledge, a gap to fish braid, mm-hmm. like with the same. I'm pretty stoked on it. If, I don't right. know if you've been there. It's like this like little nah, famous gap to ledge that, that Nils backslid. That ledge is friggin' hard. <laughs> it's like here and far. And right. So I, I was like, I got a couple clips there. And then I, I did compete in Ross Gilda, but my performance just sucked. At mm-hmm. that point, I was like, I, I was like eight days in a row skating, and I was mm-hmm. like tired. And yeah. I, you know, I think I was drinking a bunch of beer. Right. And I was just like, that, that, I was skating good at Summer Clash. I skated good street. And when I got to Ross Gilda, I sucked. But, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I, I did everything I said I would do. I was yeah. like, I'll skate this, I'll skate this, I'll skate that, mm-hmm. I'll shoot photos. And they were like, cool. And they, and there they was didn't. no like real commitment to riding the skates. Yeah. Post no. This trip. No. And then, and then after that, they didn't, 
reach out to me. I didn't reach out to them. Oh, really? Was that just... was that was it. Like so that, that's like I didn't even know that. That was it. You know, if if, if they would have been like, yo, you know, you want to do something, skate here or that, or yeah. like, sure, like you know, yeah. But they were like, cool, and I was like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was the whole thing. That's weird. I didn't I didn't know that part of yeah. the story. It's a funny little story. Yeah. So people didn't know you were riding Sabres for a while. I guess people in Europe might yeah. have known. Yeah. I mean. Oh no, I'll, and I'll be honest, and you know, I, I wasn't fully honest. I'll be fully honest. Um, at the end, like I, I, I we we're like skating around. This some like little kid was like had like some crappy skates, and it was like my last day in Europe. And I was like, "Yo, here!" And I just oh, kept, you skated. Yeah, more. I skated. Too. I was like, "Here you go." And but but I didn't want to say that because I don't want to piss Anthony off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, "Here you go," and he was yeah. like, "Cool," and I was like, "All right, sweet." That's and good. Then, and then I just some, went got, to America. You and got some it. kid hyped on yeah. on skating and saving. You gave a kid yeah. a free pair of like five hundred dollars skates. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the most expensive skates ever. Yeah, I mean to be to be to be honest, that that trip was a bunch of different emotions too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm an emotional person by mm-hmm. nature, so like I was just like that trip. I was like, oh man, I'm I'm missing this, but I'm also it it was a it was a realization that this is over. I'm too old for this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like, well, I, you also went straight to like tour. It wasn't like they gave you skates and you were yeah. like, okay, you have like summer time to film something no, at yeah, your but own pace. I, I had done the tours for like years and I loved it. Like, you yeah. know, going out, sleeping on floors, partying, getting drunk, all good. Yeah. And there was just like this one. I was just like, it was really fun, but I was just like, eh, hmm. this part is over. Yeah. Like it, it was just like an obvious you're too old. Yeah. And this is so like, so that was kind of like part of also Without being too deep, I was like symbolically like I'm gonna leave my skates here, right. like and and that's it, like you know yeah. what I mean. But do what uh, you got to do. Yeah. So so I was like I'm gonna go face the other <laughs> a new life now. Yeah. Right. So that was. And then it. you just went back to riding whatever skates you were riding before, whatever that was. Uh, SSMs yeah. maybe or something. You know whatever. Whatever that, it was. Yeah, whatever I found. And you're like yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But okay, and Dave, thanks for the really good questions. We got one more from you for Austin. Um, is there any chance where we're going to see a full street part from you? Mike Torres crossed with Austin Paz would be legit. I agree. Well, oh. that, that goes with kind oh. of what we were talking about before hmm. with filming. Uh, You're over. I have, <laughs> no, I'm not, not, not over. It just comes down to like one of those things where it, it does feel nice to film street and get your clips, whatever. It's, it's very satisfying at the end of the day. It's like, oh, I got like two or three clips, whatever yeah. it is. It's a lot of work though. Yep. I, I'm not. I'm not against filming something like Torres is always making videos and shit. That'd be cool to have like a part in one of his videos. But he, for a long time, for almost the whole time up until like this year, while he was in New York, me and him had opposite schedules. He was yeah. working. He had a Monday through Friday nine to five job, and mm-hmm. I had. I was shooting weddings on the weekend, so right. I would only uh, work Saturday, Sunday. He would work Monday through Friday, and I would never see him pretty much. That sucks. So like for the first few, like two or three years that he was here, whatever it was, I, I barely even saw him for that reason alone. Um, but now that he's taken like his career has taken a different, you know, gone down a different path. Uh, we are more available. We skate a little more often here mm-hmm. or there. It seems like I, I filmed like a clip for like the Alex thing. I don't even know if you know, so you didn't see it seconds. There's a little uh, montage. Part. Yeah. Homie part, whatever. So I have a clip in there, but it comes down to like hunting down spots and looking for shit. And when you only have that one or two days to skate a week, it's it's. I don't know. For me personally, it's hard to commit to doing that because so many times I've been with these guys where they would be like, oh, we have a spot here, a spot there, whatever it is. You go, you get kicked out. Next spot, you get kicked out. Your next spot, you get kicked out. And then by the end of the day, you don't even skate. You know? Yeah. 
And if I'm not diehard trying to film for something, I'm not going to waste my time doing that. I could just go skate somewhere yeah. I know I'm going to be able to skate, even if it is like a regular ledge. Yeah. Like, I rather, it's tough. I almost rather go skate a regular ledge knowing that I'm not going to get kicked out. I'm going to have fun, whatever it is, then jump around spot to spot, ride my bike all over the city, drive around, you know, sit in traffic for an hour. Right. And then it turns out you don't even skate the whole day, you know? Because that's happened one it's too many tough. times. And it's I'm tough. like, I'm over it. You know, I just got a bad taste in my mouth. But well, with those days when you do go out and you, you do film and I've gone out a couple of times with tours and I got on like a clip or two and it felt really good. And I'm yeah. like, damn, let's keep doing this. And then it just dies out. You know, we, well, we don't necessarily live close to each other. It's tough in Manhattan. Like, like we, I yeah. went out with him once. I was like, why, oh, did you? why are we even doing this? Last time I went to him was Midtown too. And I'm like, why did you same. choose Midtown? I'm like, it's, it, it seems to me like at this point, and I don't mean to sound what, in whatever way, but it's, it seems like the best way to get those parts done is just to take a trip. Yeah. You, know? you take like a one yeah. week trip somewhere, one and a half mm-hmm. week trip, and like you're there to skate. Yeah. And you're there the, to do that. The last it's few like, times I filmed something was like that. It seems that's the best way to get it yeah. done. You know, like getting stuff done around town when people got like opposing schedules. Like yeah. it's tough to meet up. New York is a tough place to like sit in a car and film. It's a tough place to film any other way. It's, it, it's, yeah. it's just, it's, there's challenges in place. So mm-hmm. it's, I'm like, in my personal experience, the best way lately for the past few years of us getting clips in New York is riding bikes around the city. Yeah. You ride bikes around. It's the best way to get around the city. Mm-hmm. You cover a lot of ground. Yep. It's not hard on your legs. You're not yep. skating from spot to spot. You're, you're on the bike. Up. It's a lot easier. Yeah. You're warmed up when you get to mm-hmm. a spot. So as long as you don't get kicked out, it, it's it's pretty legit. But same case, if I, I'm going out to film, like I'm still riding the bike with my camera bag on plus my skates hanging like it's it's a lot of yeah it's a lot of work especially when it's like 90 degrees and full humidity anybody who's been to new york in the summer knows how that is yeah it's yeah it kills you oh yeah so it, it's a lot of work and, and yeah. i don't want to sound like it like a grumpy old man or anything like that but no but i just want to go out and have fun and yeah. and you know go out to the bar afterwards have like a nice meal and, yeah. and that's it you know i mean dude you filmed so many parts like if you could squeeze the other in great I would love to do that too. Maybe yeah. I have to wait till we but travel again also, to go somewhere to film something. You yeah. know, I'm but not against that at all. We plan to do a lot of trips in the next few months anyway, so maybe we'll get something else going, or at least some sort of video edit going. You know. Well, you know what? Do this. Um, make a VOD pre-order, ten dollars a piece. Pre-order. Tell them. When, <laughs> tell them when you get it to a to a thousand, you'll go and film a part. That'd be cool. <laughs> no, Imagine that. Someone got to pull that off. Someone had a, as much. Be like, pull. look, 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 look. I'm only gonna film a part when you get to a thousand. That's it. <laughs> Give me the money first. I promise you, something <laughs> good's gonna come. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. People don't want to see me skate that badly. Trust me. <laughs> I don't. I'd bet, but maybe, maybe you might be right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're gonna open it up if anyone else has questions to. Uh, we wait. Do oh, a- quick. What? I'm sorry. I do have a couple more from Sam DeAngelis. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Can we dress these? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Shout out Sam DeAngelis. Shout out. <laughs> okay, um, he said and he inquired. <laughs> yes, wanting to know. Well, he wanted to know where we meet. We met. We were you met. Right? Um, do you remember when we met? I don't remember. My earliest memory is McDonald Park. You showed up. Do you physically remember? I remember seeing you and little Sal come into the park uh, at like just jump the three stairs. Yeah, like, in front. Like three three sixties with like backpacks on, and I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, who are these kids?" And they were like, "Oh, those are the little little kids." <laughs> the little kids. That's <laughs> little Austin and little Sal. <laughs> and like Frank was like, "Oh, it's little Austin, and little Sal." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, 
Okay, and you guys like session the three stair. Yeah, for a probably. Bit. And then I remember learning fives and stuff on the three stair. You were sessioning the three stair, and then uh, you were st- like uh, sessioning the benches. So I don't know. You might have been nine or ten, eleven. I have no idea. Yeah, My I concept don't even of know. time is so. I was probably a little older. Than that. I was probably like eleven, twelve, maybe. Maybe eleven, like twelve. You just at this point, when I think back of how small, I just you know, I'm just yeah. like damn, that's, that's, <laughs> you guys are really like little guys. Because that's what everybody from back in the day in New York probably they pictures me like that because right. I was always the youngest kid, but. It wasn't just I was the youngest kid. I was like a little kid. Like how old? Are you? You're four years older than me. What, yeah. How old are you? You're 30, right? I'm 30. I'm 34. 34. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our birth around the same time. So yeah, th- you're four years older than me. Yeah. So when you are 13 or 14, I'm fucking nine. nine. Exactly. So it's just like, that's a huge difference. So yeah, you know what? I might've been like 14, yeah, I'll, 15 at most. Yeah. And you were like 10, 11. And when you're 14, 15, you don't want to like hang out with a 10 year old. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we weren't like, yo, let's I'm hang not even out. saying it just like that, but just to like to put the perspective in. No, like, totally. That's such a huge difference, you know? Yeah. No one in like junior high school is hanging out with like an elementary school At kid. At that point, or, like, we were school. trying to make out with girls <laughs> and stuff. I wasn't even up to that yet. You weren't even there. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, no. Um. Yeah, that's my earliest memory. That's do you have one? Do you? I remember skating with you and Dustin at like Rail City downtown one time. I actually have it on tape. Like I recorded it. Hmm. Um, I think you had like the RBs then, like uh, the Swindler era Gabe or something Holm like that. Was there too? Was he? And no, Sean Gabe Holm wasn't there. Was no, it was there? a different time. Okay, I don't know. It was just one of those random like downtown sessions, and you you two showed up, and that was like the first time that I remember skating with you. Being like, yeah, 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 and that still wasn't even like nowhere near as like long ago as what the memories that you just mentioned. Yeah, but we didn't start actually hanging out with each other until we started. Maybe filming for one nature video, maybe around that time. Yeah, it was probably around that. like two thousand two, three. Yeah, it was around something then. like that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when we started like formally. Yeah, because we were skating. However, we ended up doing that. I guess we ended up skating mm-hmm. together. Yeah, I think Franco was a big proponent of that. Yeah, and Franco is like one of my oldest friends. Yeah. I still think even to this day, like, because I w- I do remember like hanging out with him, like skating together with him. Like we were friends when I started, when I was like eight or nine. Right. So. To think back, you were buddies with John. John Soto was closer to your. Oh age, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, he was still like with like the older kids and stuff too. But but, I, but he was still like in your like. Yeah, I had like my I had like my maybe. brother who like was older than me. Also, my yeah. brother was like seven years older than me, so right. he was hanging out with older kids who probably knew somebody at that mm-hmm. time. And I I skated with the older group of kids, and I guess that bridged the gap. Yeah, between it. One of those. And we've been inseparable ever since. Ever since. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Does uh, Sam have any other? Yeah, questions? just one more. Or anyone else? Uh, this is a pretty broad question, uh-huh. and I hope you can answer it. Uh, I still have to think about it. Oh. Uh, Sam wants to know the craziest trick that you've ever seen and who did it. And where was it? I think I know that answer without thinking too deep into it, which is probably your stadium gap. Really? Right? That's pretty fucking nuts. All right. <laughs> I'll put the clip over this in the, in the edit, but yeah, when you, it's, it was in the mind game video? Yeah. Yeah, I, I put like just a straight raw clip on YouTube because it was so crazy and we felt like it was overlooked from the editing in the mind game video. Yeah. But yeah, it was this big double set that we used to skate all the time with like down ledges and down rails. It was mm-hmm. like 13 flat 15 or something like that. Yeah. And you were, the story about that from what yeah. I remember was <laughs> that you were so, you went skydiving during yep. that time. Yep. And you were so hyped on skydiving. Yeah. My adrenaline was pumping for like five days. Yeah, five days. Sick. Yeah. I remember like you went like a couple of times, right? Yeah. So like I guess one of the last times that you went, you were like, I'm so hyped I could do anything right now. It's yep. like tomorrow we're going to stadium. I'm doing that gap. I yeah. was like, 
Oh, okay. You're like, sure. Brought yeah. the camera and you legit, I don't remember anything else happening that day. Yeah. You might have just went there and no, just straight. I went all the way back to the street after trying a couple jumps and I was like, yeah, you ready? Yeah, but I'm saying like, <laughs> there was no real like warm up or it wasn't a session. Like we straight mm. did that and you fucking nah, just did it was that. business, yeah. You were so hyped from skydiving yeah. that you just decided to do that. And that wasn't even first try. That, you clipped the first time Yeah And survived somehow Well I, I didn't try So much shit could have went wrong I didn't try that. to jump into it at first I tried to jump to the flat first Which was a oh, horrible idea So you over jumped that I know I, I over jumped the flat And I like landed in the Yeah like your H block Hit the knuckle yeah, on it Which was yeah. And I was like oh shit I was like just go as fast as you can now. And <laughs> Yeah I yeah Blast it and, and Yeah but out, yeah. so many things Could have went wrong from Hitting the knuckle on that Yeah And so it's just the sideways It's not a straight ledge yeah. So like the weight is uneven too Totally But you just I guess we're going so fast yeah. You just rolled away from that I was at the age where my Reflexes were more cat-like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That same thing would have happened like That's why I was like your bitch at that time too So like yeah. that, that was like You were just like Alex Brosco like, okay, told me to stop skating that spot Because it's too much shit <laughs> No I think he's just like a spot snob a bit Like you know where he's just Not a snob but he's just like He's very methodical and thought out about where he skates. Yeah. And I was just like, I'll go there again. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know but, Yeah. And he was like, when you get so hyped on he was spot. like, dude, can you stop skating that spot? <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, man, I'm sorry. I made you feel bad. But uh, I knew, I knew he was right. Yeah. Um, but we did, I guess after that, we probably didn't really skate it much afterwards because like, Come on! Like, it what's sucks going on after anyway. That? It sucks. It's we went, like, we went it's back big, there recently. It's a big scary spot. We went back there recently, yeah. and it's like, I guess it's been so long since people skated it. Yeah. There's no more wax left Mm-mm. on the ledges, no. nothing like that. You probably still could skate it, but yeah. like, do you really want that spot? Like, looks <laughs> like I am legend. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? it looks like that's it. That's funny. We went back and I I did like the roll in jump. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't like, believe that. I was like, we used to we used to do the roll jump, the flat to yeah. roll on the side where there's nothing in the middle. That'll so never not be scary. Never. I just I think what I just wanted to do it. I'm like we used to do this as a warm up, like j- mm-hmm. yeah, just for fun yeah. doing it. And I like I remember doing that for like legit. I remember doing that for like, uh, and, and I think Jeremy's uh, Jeremy Barrios in the chat. He might be able to confirm this, but I remember doing that gap for like a dollar sixty two cents or something like that. Because I remember wait what? <laughs> okay, so I was we were I was skating that spot. I don't know who I was with, but. Our boy Jeremy and maybe like, I don't know, Sal or Anton or something like that was passing by going to the city. At that time, they were like not really skating. They were going to the city to fucking drink or whatever it was. And they decided to watch us skate before they hopped on the ferry. And they're like, yo, do this, this, that, whatever. I'm like, I'm like, what's in it for me? (laughs) And they pull out like the change out their pockets. Like we have like a dollar sixty something. And I was like, all right, word. And I I did it for like a dollar sixty, whatever. I was like, all right, cool. I could get like a soda and like a, a bag of chips or something like That's that, hilarious. you know, but I was just, it just bothered me that we used to warm up for that. And I was scared to do it then. That's yeah. the only reason why I had to do it. And I, I like bitched out on it a couple of times too. And I was like, fuck, I'm just going to run up there and just do it. And that was the only way you're going to do it, you know? Yeah. And then you were like scared halfway through when I jumped it. <laughs> yeah. Cause like you didn't think I was going to make it, whatever. Well, or, like I pu- I pushed too hard. You or jumped shit. early. I think. Yeah. I jumped yeah, early. That's yeah. what it was. Cause you were too scared. You were like, you jumped like halfway up, and I was like, Ooh, yeah, hope he makes it. And, like, and then you made it. But, but after like I did it, it was such a rush. I was like, oh shit, I, I missed yeah. that feeling. Oh yeah. And oh, he's a gap to back torque. I I, I might have gap to grind the ledge or something. Something for all the dollars I had in my pocket. Yeah, I might have done something like that. Either way, we were crazy kids. Yeah. <laughs> Do you can you think of uh, to answer Sam's? Yeah. Question. Yeah. Uh, to- no, I you know in in the midst of you talking about, I just thought about. Uh, mine, no doubt, and this is gonna seem biased. You're, mm-hmm. Like you say, it's me, and I say it's Franco. Okay. Um, the gap to top sole he did on. The, oh shit, dude. Yeah. 
I just skated that last week. That's Were you cool. there for that? Yeah, I filmed okay. it. I filmed okay. the fisheye one. Okay, so you know it was us, <laughs> the Brown Brothers, and Frank. Okay, so people who don't know, it's from I think Freestyle Rolling. It's, it's like rolling. the first trick in the intro. Frank has filmed fisheye. I filmed the fisheye. Dude, you gapped the topsail on a down. Okay, but just so paint the picture for that. Okay, yeah, because you know you were there. The <laughs> yeah, I was there. The atmosphere. That was wild. The atmosphere. Like it was like, okay, it was like literally we went to, we went to we we're filming for the Bunic video. We were like hyped because like the Bunic guys were like, yo, 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 we're gonna make mm-hmm. you famous from fucking rollerblading, <laughs> and we were like. Oh, sick. All right, cool. That this works. This kind of works out because people asked about like unique stories. So this yeah. is one story that we'll talk about. Yeah, like, oh, cool. You can, that works for us. <laughs> you know, that's all we want to do anyway. <laughs> like, you know. So uh, we, they came to stadium first. And I think it started off. I we went there. Is that the same day you did all that shit? The five. And you got the Farfet. And they got the Farfanugan. Yeah. Okay, right. So I had like the big unique shirt on, big gray sweatpants. Yeah. So that was also area. in your section of freestyle right. rolling too. You rolled so we went flat there, five and right, rolled went there after five. Which was I like, didn't realize that was the same day. And then went to Farfanugan, right? And so I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm stoked. Like, w- let's go to other spots around here. So we went to, we're like thinking, of, this is hammered time. Like it was the, yeah, yeah. the era of yeah. hammers. So we're just like, oh, cool. Let's, let's just go here. There's a sick gap trail. Someone go to it. And we just went there and the first of all, like it's a mind trip because the fence is low yeah. at the bottom. So when you're going at it, like you think like it, it you're going to yeah. hit the fence, <clears throat> but you're not gonna. Yeah. And it's, it's about like eight or nine stairs flat and like nine or 10. Super steep. And it's steep. Yeah. Right. So like, and the approach isn't straight. It's, you can't tell from the footage, but it's like straight. Yeah. You have to turn and then go. Right. So that's also what fucks with you. Right. So you can't skate straight up to it. Right. You have to do it as swivel while oh you're going top God. speed to try to jump it. Dude. And okay. also, so, go on. Yeah. It's so, oh yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's everything about it sucks. Like you, you got to like carve at it. You got to like get all this speed. You have to go super duper fast, like to get just to the top of it. But if you overshoot it because of the steepness or if you undershoot it, you're finished. If you yeah. overshoot it, you're also finished. Yeah. Like you have to go a good super you would clear duper the whole fast set. and you have to get straight, but just float to it mm. just right. And we have everyone who has a good relationship with Franco knows he has like his, he, he has <laughs> balls of steel, uh-huh. right? But he has eaten some of the, he's not scared of getting hurt. He's eaten some of the worst shit we've ever and seen. And we're scared of him. We're, getting hurt. we're like, we're, because he's such a tough guy skater. We're just like, Oh my God, dude, yeah. please. And he went there. He was like, I'm going to do this. And I was like, Franco just like, you sure? And he, and he was like, he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. You guys ready? You guys ready? Everyone's ready. Took, he just took and then off. he went like all the way to the street, and I'm just sitting there. I'd never been so nervous to watch someone do a trick yeah. ever. Still like yeah. before or after, yeah. never. And then uh, he's like, you guys ready? And I'm like, shit, dude, yeah, you ready? Like it was like no time, like yeah, no warm. Like, no, and then he just like starts skating as fat, like dangerously fast at it. We're like, I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? Uh-huh. And then there's like right before he's like. Aah! Like he just screams and I was like, holy shit. And I didn't even want to look. I didn't want to look. I was like, I'm not looking at this because uh-huh. he's going to get hurt. And then like right after he jumped, I looked like after he jumped, I looked and pink <laughs> laced it. Perfect. And I so was just, hyped. It was, yeah, it was the most hype incident. And I've so ever. for, for my angle, I was filming a fisheye from the middle of the set. So I couldn't see like the run up part. Yeah. Really. And I think I remember in the raw footage, which I probably don't have anymore, but I think you could tell in the video in the edit because like it fades into that clip. You hear you hear you screaming, he's coming or something like that. Because right. I wasn't even ready, mm-hmm. and I was like, huh? And I like put the camera out. I had no time to think, and he's no, like, he zoom right away. He didn't even wait. Yeah, he was just, it was it was the craziest. And if, if I remember, thing. if I remember correctly, 
he wasn't on Unique at the time, and that was kind of his like, "Hey no. guys, look at me" moment. Oh yeah, it, it, it he wasn't. wasn't on, it, it right? was, he wasn't on, and it was that "Hey, kind of look yeah, at me" moment. Was. And then right after he landed that, they're like, "You're on." Yeah, yeah. He wanted to be on Unique. Right. You were on. I was on. Like all these other people were That's on. Right. And he felt I, excluded. Yeah. So that was. And then himself, he did that, and he was himself. like, "Fuck you." Yeah, which is the craziest yeah, shit it was ever. Awesome. That was like the, that one was, of the cleanest tricks too. He landed perfect, rolled away. That fine. was one of the best moments. Yeah, that scream too. That was Holy like shit. I can't like that moment's gonna live in his head forever. Yeah. Like and mine too. That was yeah. incredible. I too. skated there like last week too. That, that, no, I every time I ride my bike past there, I stop. Yeah, because every like, time wow. I stopped by there like a month ago. Yeah, and I just stood I, every time. I'm just like how this guy. I was like, yeah. I can't believe that. Like, yeah. So yeah, that's that's mine. That's that's crazy because I wouldn't have thought of that. But thinking back on that, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Now too. he takes because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't think he takes it, but like, yeah. it is one of those moments. I guess it, it, the dude. Franco aspect changes a lot because he's just like a scary guy to watch. You know, so much because he does so much crazy intensity shit. But in yeah, it. wow. Very intense person. I remember like when it came around that time when I said I stopped bringing the camera on, whatever. I've been filming him for many, 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 many years. Yeah. So like when you're behind the cameras, a little different. I remember like the, f- I don't remember exactly where it was. I just remember the feeling. The first time I watched him do a hammer when I wasn't filming him made it like 10 times scarier because when you're filming, you're like behind it. You're trying to frame it. You're like focused on that. Right. When you're watching in person, you're like, holy shit, is he going to do it? Is he going to get hurt? Like yeah. whatever. And I remember, I don't remember the trick. I just remember the feeling of it. Like he, I'm like, Oh, this is so much more scary than film. Like, give me a camera. I want to be filming this right yeah. now because it's so scary to watch, you know? And I, I just remember that feeling of, of him. <laughs> and you had to go through that for all those it years. It was always, <laughs> it wasn't just, it was, it was a lot of ups and downs. Right. Skating with Franco, but a lot of highs, a lot of lows. But yeah. That was, was super hype day. Yeah. He, that was, yeah. That was, that was a good, was, that was a good day for clips. <laughs> Dude, we had some serious days. Back yeah. Day, yeah. yeah sure. It was crazy. We'll get into more of that stuff cool. later on. Um, thanks for the question, Sam. Appreciate yeah, it. thanks, Sam. There's something I wanted to bring up in a way. Um, I was trying to think of people who didn't <coughs> get pro skates that might have deserved pro skates. Franco could have been one. He had fucking balls of steel and shit like so. that. <coughs> Can you think of anyone? I, I, I thought of a good one. Can you think of anyone in particular? I think Ramel should have got a pro skate. Really? Yeah. I think Franco should have got a pro skate. I think Ramel should have got a pro skate. I don't remember. Um, did Ollie Short ever get one? Yeah, he had a Rosies. Okay, because he definitely should have had multiple. Yeah, he had, the, he had the white Rosies, the M12. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? You didn't know that? Yeah, it was white. M12 had a checkered liner. That it was, was during like Face the Music days. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was cool. Ollie Short. Um, I, was, yeah, I, I thought it, I thought of a really the, good one. These kind of questions are. Can anyone out there think of a person who should have gone a pro skate that didn't? I'm these, curious. The, these kind of questions are hard to answer on the spot. Yeah, this is like. I, I, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but this could be. Like I don't know how this got overlooked, but has Takeshi ever gotten a pro skate? I don't think so. Right? Like, how has Takeshi not have gotten a pro skate? Well, I could understand how it's been overlooked, though. I guess you could say Vert wasn't so big, whatever, yeah, back then. But that's why. Vert was huge when, in, like, the early 2000s. Yeah. He was still a big name back then. How hasn't he gotten a pro skate? You know, it's... Even later on. Now, he's still huge. It's, it's, he's one of my favorite skaters that, like, ever. It's funny the parallels between skateboarding and blading, because skateboarding actually had that in their early days, too. Like, Vert was the thing. Yeah. You know, and when 
and those guys were the rock stars, the yeah. bird skaters, and you know, I thought that was like kind Christian Hosoi. I thought that was always the case. No, it was <laughs> like well, well, it just when when like it was you know Christian Hosoi and uh, that guy from Australia that has his podcast. He hates platers, but and uh, Jason. Whatever uh, I don't know his name, but whatever. Um, so like those guys were all like the main dudes, and when street skating came in, like they became the rock stars, and the vert became smaller, and mm. it was like that just on a smaller scale with blading. You know, like yeah. like, like you looked at people like Cesar Moore back in the day, and uh, just you know Renee Holgreen, and you know all that. Those guys were like friggin' rock stars, man. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, Takeshi. I remember he was younger at I the think time. Still, Takeshi, even like Ato and Takeshi both. He, people are saying that. They had K two skates, but never came out. Like I guess they got. Well, yeah. I guess they got design skates, but for whatever reason, they never came out or something like that. But no official pro skate. I guess yeah. like how has sad. somebody like he was he was quoted by like wasn't he quoted by like Dave Muir or something like the best vert skater in any sport? Yeah, but but like, he, but here's that's the, huge. But it is. But but here's the thing. I don't think it was Dave Muir. I think it was somebody else that that who was a pro BMXer who said it was the. Hot biggest amplitude he ever seen on anyone out of all the sports or something along those mm-hmm. lines. Um, like or, you know, or, it's big or, or when use you, the ramp when, when you're getting props from the best people right. in every other sport that hates on you. But the reason why I can understand that he didn't is because at the time vert skating was very unpopular within the culture of blading, mm-hmm. and these are companies; mm-hmm. they want to sell skates. That's why they put your name on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not based on how good you are. Yeah. And that's the thing that I don't think a lot of people realize. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, being good gets you in a position to where being marketable you can also show yes. your personality mm-hmm. and show who you are mm-hmm. and and kind of create a following in that yeah. way. But um, I always felt he was just big on a different level. Like well, he just wasn't in the same scope as like what, pros but, like yourself and, and whoever else, you know, but like what do you DL. Think? Do you think he would have, if he got a pro like Razor, do you think it would have sold more than a pro Mertis, well, the, Mertis the, the only thing that would you know change that i guess would be like i'm sure he would want like a more i guess this comes to what that what you were saying before it would be a more vert heavy skate like right. maybe bigger wheels taller frame maybe something like that but nowadays that would work everyone's skating like now usd yeah. or whoever he's riding for how don't you have these guys on pro like pro skates and you know what also usd if they if he does skate for them they have the means to make smaller runs Right. So, so they they wouldn't have to commit to I think he writes a company now. that say that has to make two thousand of a new mold in order to justify yeah. making a pro skate. They'd be able to do like two fifty runs. So yeah, I don't know why, but but, but but I feel like he's because he's like the best. I don't know if you follow him now. He I do shreds park vert yeah street. I've been seeing everything. His yeah. park skating is unreal. Like I rather almost rather skate him yeah. see him skate a park rather than a vert. He's also a drummer. He's a sick drummer too, yeah. of course. Yeah, he's really sick. Have you ever seen him skate in person? Yeah, it's in, insane. It's mm-hmm. like LG Games in Texas. Oh yeah, that, that was the first time, time I ago. seen him skate. I think he like you watch it on TV, and it's crazy because it's you think it's all the same shit, like mm. we skate whatever. But to see that shit in person is unreal. Agreed. And no matter how much you see on TV and the videos on YouTube, whatever it is, you'll never grasp the concept of how crazy it is the stuff yeah. they're doing until you see it in person or also until you try to skate a vert yourself right oh. we skate a vert the other we week did. at Woodward and yeah. we were like struggling we got like a coping trick we were getting like literally one foot of air yeah and like dom was like killing it and he was getting like two feet of air yeah and it's and to see he just like i i, I stayed at his house like for a few days 
and he just runs, drops in, and boom, 10 feet of air off the bat. And it's like so powerful. Like that's a good word to describe, powerful. Yeah, it's totally. powerful watching him skate. It's crazy. His legs work in a different way. He's yeah. like the same height as us probably, whatever it may be. But he, he's definitely one of my favorite skaters that's sick. ever and right now like to watch. So I would love sick. to see a pro, like a, a Takeshi pro skate or Eito and Takeshi. Maybe they could like a, like a two-piece, like how they had a Sean and Colin release. That'd be cool. Maybe. Yeah. I Shout just, out to Yasutogos. Yeah, I just don't know how they haven't gotten the recognition they deserved in the skate company. They haven't gotten any pro things. Any They never had pro wheels, right? Mm, that's arguable, though, because they, cause they did travel the world and make a lot of money from yeah, skating. Yeah, but how can they not have... Uh, I, it sounds retarded, but like aside from all their gold medals and stuff like right. that, they have no pro products to show for... It's just a different world, I guess. Do they not like, have a, We do, have our do pro... They have pro sk- that, I don't think they do could anyone tell us if they ever had if any of the asatogas ever had a pro wheel pro frame pro anything t-shirt like well, i don't think anything ever yeah, came Takeshi's out with it. on takeshi's on create pro yeah did he ever even have a create frame though i don't think so we could be wrong i'm just i don't remember well i, I don't think he's ever had a pro wheel if people want it bad enough campaign for it that's, <laughs> that's how you get it done i want a campaign there you go start he, it up if he if he ever did like watch this he'd be like i don't give a fuck i don't want a pro skate he's like i got i live at a skate bar i got like a camp i have a shelf full they have like a, a gold case full of all their x games medals and shit like that like like i don't need like a pro they're good. skate they're good i i feel like that would complete their their careers though like a, a pro model anything we'll put out a street part then Takeshi. <laughs> I, I pitched it to him. Did you know that? Dom West and Mike Torres need to call him up and just oh, there you shock go. Something the world. Like that. I don't know. I pitched it to him like a couple, like a year or two ago, something like that. Like, I don't want to give it away just in case somehow one day it does show up. Yeah. But yeah, I pitched him like filming like a VOD or something like that. Then he started getting back to me. Then he didn't. <laughs> Which means sense. I guess something came up or he wasn't into it and didn't want to say anything. It was too polite to say something. Yeah. Oh, Ato had a Celtic pro frame. There you go. Paul Mitchell hair gel. <laughs> 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 or yeah, we will be back to having guests next week. We're always gonna be here. We're gonna have guests next week. We will do. We're gonna try to do maybe like one out of every uh, like ten episodes or so. Have one of just us two. Yeah. Even though episode one was just us. Yeah. Two, but that was like a tester. That was our mm-hmm. pilot. That didn't really count. Yeah. That was the pilot episode. And we had to get approved first. We had to. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, and we're good. Thanks for joining us, as always. As always, if you don't already, which I I think everyone watching does now, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. You know, our Patreon was really weak last week. We only <laughs> had one guy. So you know, if you want to see us, we're talking about getting. We're going to winter. We're going to winter clash. By the yeah, way, yeah, we have a. We're doing a big show, winter clash. We, we, we're talking about getting Ryan Jack alone on. You spilled the beans already, but we ha- we have a few. Uh, we have a few sure. big shows. Not just that. I didn't know it was we, a secret. We have a few, uh, big shows in the works. Some traveling, some not. Yeah. So stay tuned for that, everybody. It's going to get real exciting up yeah. here. Hope you guys like the Woodward episode because we're trying to do more shit along those lines. Um, we enjoy traveling. It gets us to access more people that we wouldn't normally be able to have on our show. Different environment too. Right. Other people get to see it like actually live in person, which is pretty cool. We had a good time Brings doing that. Different energy. Yeah, we had a really good time at Woodward doing that. So stay tuned for more of those episodes. We will be announcing them as the details come in. Yes. And yeah, thank you everyone Everything. for joining us. Stitcher, iTunes. We need we need more YouTube subscribers. 
we, our YouTube subscribers have been slacking lately. Yes. If, you, if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube because we're getting like the Instagrams and stuff like that, which are cool. We appreciate everything. Yeah. Um, our main platform, I guess, is YouTube, though. So we should have he- more heavy on the YouTube side. Yes. Please so go and subscribe, not subscribe to our on YouTube, YouTube page. Please give us a subscribe. And we will see you next week. We'll announce next week, uh, beginning of the week, who's going to be on the show. Yep. We've got to keep you guys in suspense. Yes. So thank you all for joining. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Peace. Bye.